0: one and all to the transatlantic theater uh the podcast i am your host uh, oscar reese freeman and i'm joined by your co-host uh yes hi this is marcos rodriguez it's nice to see you all again i hope you've done well i hope you had a wonderful (laughs) yeah first podcast of january yeah yeah yeah. i hope you guys had a wonderful or 2020 i don't know why i'm saying january like (laughs) 2021 man 2021 fuck i keep doing that man 2021 has been fucking crazy already have you guys been watching the great american yeah fuck up show we're we're aware we're Dude. aware of the show <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking crazy <sighs> speaking of shows yeah did you watch that mockumentary they made with samuel jackson oh yeah the charlie brooker death of 2020 yeah uh, it, to be honest i i didn't find it as that like all that funny I mean I some confident. of it was quite immature, which the immature stuff mm. I didn't find funny, but some of the other shit I found was was very funny um the the problem was was like e- the even if there was little bits that I found funny, to be honest i, I didn't need I didn't need a recap of the shit storm that was 2020 like <laughs> i didn't need I didn't need a reminder <laughs> you didn't so I just kind of got halfway through it if that and I was just like I, I don't think I can really watch more. Yeah, I watched the whole thing and uh, had myself a decent time. It was interesting. I was like, If you want to have a really painful time, um, a similar show (laughs) is a show called Kunk. It's by the same guy who made that show. Kunk? Kunk. I'll show you, I'll send you, but it's this like woman who just has like this really thick northern English accent and she's just like, she just plays stupid Uh, like everything yeah so she's like um i'm here to shoot i can't do the accent (laughs) she's just like um uh come with me as i as i take you across great northern united kingdom or something like like it she just butchers the title of the country oh just like and it's just her like getting history wrong all the time but she'll get like actual historians and she'll be they'll be like oh yeah so um like you know the Battle of Waterloo is is when the English defeated Napoleon, and then she's like, oh, is that when Churchill gave his big speech? And he's like, oh, that was that was about a hundred years away. I'm so kind of wrong there. And she just like, no, I think I'm right. And like you just see these historians just sitting there being like, what? Like, because some at some point it's like, well, it's like it's like with uh, it's like with uh, uh fucking what's his name? I keep wanting to call him Ali G. What's his name? Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, oh, yeah. Where, like, at some point, because of his fame, people know that they're probably being fucked with. Yeah. So, like, you know, they're, at least, well, he does the characters, which kind of mitigate that. But yeah, like, he tries you know, to, to uh, But some song. people are, like, they're aware that they're going to get fucked with, but they're still, like, trying to, like, just be, like, serious. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just her, like, saying shit like that all the time. It's, it's fucking, it's just painful. Mm-hmm. Well, um, painful. That's what you mean by that. Okay. Yeah. It's painful because it's just like hearing. And because she says, like, she says everything so serious. Like the same tone that you'd hear, like, if you're, like, you know, out at a party and there's just somebody there who you've just met and then they say something, like, just incredibly stupid. And your thought process is no, no, no. This person can't really exist. Mm -hmm. This has to be fake. (laughs) yeah like but then i, I have that but situation. like they say it in that like just complete honest tone of this is what they think and you're just like oh fuck yeah 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 i definitely don't like that and i'm glad i don't know many people like that <laughs> unfortunately it's everyone i know <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> not everyone <laughs> it's just a, it's it's a large portion of people that i uh I I, ha- I I spend some time around and by that I definitely don't mean coworkers if anybody's listening to this but I kind of mean coworkers. No, you just mean like, you know, everyone in Wales, right? Yeah, everyone in Wales, yeah. <laughs> I got oh, I don't I, I don't think I've ever told you the story cuz you we weren't like uh, like, you know, in, in the same country so I don't think <laughs> I would have had the chance to tell you the story. This girl I was, I used to work with, she once asked me and I'm not even kidding. Uh she once asked me what the side of a star looked like what yeah and i went what (laughs) "What? hold on take a second take a second step back what do you mean what does the side of a star look like and she takes out a piece of paper and she goes you know because stars you know from the front they look like this and she draws the star symbol Uh oh Like, what kind of star symbol? But that's when, you know, like, the five-pointed star. The five-pointed star? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she goes, so that's what they look like facing us. But, like, what do they look like? You know, if you were to go to a star, and you go to the side of it, what does it look like? What? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so first of all, she's talking about that geometric representation of the star. (laughs) Yeah. Then just look at, like, the top of a Christmas tree come, like, fucking December. That's what it looks like. (laughs) Yeah, but no, she means she means like a celestial body does she actually think the celestial body looks like that geometric and i was like you know how the sun is and i was like first off let's pray this because (laughs) i unfortunately for you i feel like i have to don't look at the sun to find out but (laughs) you know how when you look at the sun it's just a circle and it's just it's a sphere we know it's a big sphere and you know it's a big sphere right and she's like yeah it's a big sphere and i was like right that's what those stars look like when you get close to them And she was like, but they look like this when you look in the sky. And I was like, but that's just light refraction through, like, the atmosphere. That's not what they look like. <laughs> mm. And she was like, why do they look like the sun? And I was like, because the sun is a star. We're just close to it. <laughs> and she was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Like, she's a parent now. <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck, man? I can't believe That always it. worries. Like, anytime somebody. Like, I, I've had a long history of knowing people who uh, say questions like that to me, and then I find out that they're now a parent, and I just get worried. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, could... I think when I was a kid, like, I looked to my parents for all the answers, mm-hmm. you know? And you, just a, the fact that they don't have any... They don't have an answer for how do you chew, go, and walk. Like, <laughs> it's just... It's, it's a little bit nerve-wracking. Well, I hope she answers the child with I don't know. No, she'd probably be like, "Ah, uh, no, stars look like that symbol. That's what you mean. That's that, what you seem that's like a star Why do you think star star they're star? on the top of the street?" The sun. The sun is not a star. Well, then what's the sun? It's, it's a big ball of fire. Just a, it's a, just a big light. It's just a big light. Yeah. We just turn it off so we can go to sleep. She's, like really religious too. No, but she did like. Uh, she she this the specific person. She went to like a palm reader once, mm-hmm. and she was like. Like re like really adamant that this palm reader was like you know fucking dead on correct like there's this is a palm reader they obviously know everything, fucking, um, yeah wow holy shit the person sounds like they might be a child, <laughs> I mean only children yeah. think that fucking way, I don't know unfortunately so, yeah I've met like forty year olds who are like this it's like it's just it's not a thing it's it's just it's it's upsetting, man yeah, I'm glad I don't meet very many people like that. I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I did. I would probably just walk away in silence, not deal with it. it was just <laughs> dumbfounded at how ridiculous they are. Yeah, uh, I don't engage in conversation with people like that. I just like i think I listen a... and I laugh to myself and I walk away. I think you're in a particularly like safe place for it because of the fact that and maybe I'm wrong, you can tell me if I'm wrong, or don't, because you might be defaming co-workers, but, like, you're in a profession that requires a a threshold of intelligence. Yeah, and even in a hospital, like, the nurses gotta be somewhat smart. You say that, but nurses in this country, sometimes. Well, they gotta be somewhat smart, that's what I'm saying, like... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But just every time I go to the hospital in this country, I'm just, like, a little worried, I'm like, uh... (laughs) They also at least gotta get college degrees yeah i I don't actually know what the i'm assuming the same process here but i'm just saying as someone who who worked in a coffee shop in a hospital um i just got a little worried sometimes (laughs) (laughs) well sometimes so they'll have a lot of knowledge in one area of something in one specific area yeah Yeah. the area that doesn't kill me they'll be fucking just stellar (laughs) exactly they can use that defib on you man save your damn life but They'll yeah. save my life, and then as I come back to, they're like, what does the side of a star look like? Or you, you ask them like, hey, how does this TV remote work? They'll just not have any clue. Oh I, don't know. oh, I don't do phones. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the hospital just gives us pagers. Yeah. I think they still do, yeah, don't they? No, no, some hospitals no? do, but others, yeah. they have phones. <laughs> like mine. surprised actually. that like, they don't just like supply everyone with like, a very basic smartwatch that's got to be, gotta be cheap enough now hell. that that would just connect to your phone so you don't have to pull the phone out you can just look at your watch and go ah correct dude that'd be expensive actually no that's a terrible idea that's why they have those watches on their in their chest pocket what so i don't know if there's a thing in the states <laughs> but in the uk doctors always have a watch in their chest pocket mm-hmm. like hanging down that they can look it's upside down for us but like they can look at it and see the time and it's because you can't have anything on your like wrists and hands, because contamination. Because hmm. like sweat build up on your on your wrist, or if a ring falls off, like it's just yeah. So they have a watch on their top, like in their breast pocket. That seems strange. It seems really intelligent. I thought well, I saw clocks it. Clocks all, all over the sense. fucking hospital. Also, they have a phone they could just look at. <laughs> what for the time? Yes. You're not supposed to carry your phone on you. <laughs> yes, you are. You think they can't have phones? I mean, like, I've seen them have phones, but, like... I don't know. I, I, like I said, I, maybe I'm just... I'm speaking through a large amount of non-experience, and but just kind of, like, observations while working in a cafeteria or, like, a, a, a coffee shop in a hospital. Yeah, yeah. No, they can have phones. Um, as for the things on the wrist and on the fingers, I don't know about that too well. I never noticed, but... That'd be something yeah. you would notice, um, but uh, yeah, I think they... they still had like I don't know it, it, it depends it was it, but I know that's why they have the the thing on their chest so that they have a watch on them at all times and it's not on their wrist. Yeah, that's strange. No, see, uh, doctors carry pagers on them so that mm-hmm. if they're needed immediately, they just get paged, yeah. <clears throat> and then uh they'll go. I feel to like I've definitely needed. seen that still because I have yeah. vague memories of like you know people. In line, being like, "Oh, I'll have a latte," and then I was like, "Okay, that's gonna be like, ah, oh, shit, Hold on. I gotta go buy." Yeah, yeah. It, they do still have that. I know that, but uh, yeah. No, they they can have their phones in their pockets. That's fine. Yeah, I my favorite in. part would be if like they got a, they ordered their latte and then they get paged and then they'd leave and then they'd like come back like an hour later, and like, "Hey, could I get the latte now?" <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You guys set it aside because of that shit? Well, see, we'd set it aside for like 10 minutes, but after that, it's going to be cold, so we'd just remake it at that point. But there, I mean, there'd be the odd person who asked me what the side of a star looks like who'd pick up the fucking hour old coffee, and I'd be like, stop, or maybe make it again, please. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, anyhow, movies. This is a movie podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we we're talking about <laughs> idiot people. Uh, we got yeah. interrupted there with some technical difficulties. Oh. Um, did you get the timestamp for that? <laughs> I'll take a look now. That was probably, it was about 12 minutes in, so that's fine. All right, all right, all right. I'll fix so so. we'll, we'll look at that. Um, yeah. People who are listening know. to it now won't even know that there was a glitch, because I'll edit it seamlessly, maybe. Ah, with your fantastic <laughs> editing skills. Dude, my editing skills are so good that you can't even... Fathom. I don't know what I'm saying at this point. I can't. I haven't touched editing software since high school. That's fair. And I think it's weird. I I honestly feel like Adobe Premiere is worse now than it was in high school. Oh, I believe it. Like the CS5 that we were working on was just so seamless and easy to use. But it could be the kind of you know it could be the obvious. I learned on this one. Yeah. So now that things are different, I'm confused. Well, what are they up to now? Are they up to, like, CS7 or is it CS6? So it's just called the Creative Cloud, and it just oh. kind of updates all the time. Oh. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I found out when they, they were doing I think they started it back in, like, 2014, uh, 2015, that they changed to from CS6 to Creative Cloud. Uh, oh. And just all the programs are just kind of, like, constantly being patched and updated and changed and this, that, and the other. I guess that's good for um, fixing bugs quicky quickly, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know why is everybody going fucking live service. It's like just I don't you know. I appreciate a finished it. product, damn it. Yeah, make make a finished product and then hit it. That's why um, uh, our mutual friend who works in the video game industry. So that we're not name dropping people, but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, Alex. Um, Huh? <laughs> Not that I just said a random fucking name. <laughs> I was like, "God damn it!" Um, <coughs> he always he always has so much to say about uh, like Nintendo. For that reason, is they just kind of like plop out games and then go for, like call it a day, like th- bugs and all. Like even if there are bugs, like even so much so that when they released Sunshine for the Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. people were like happy that the same bugs that they new and exploited in gamecube were still there in the switch version really instead they didn't patch them out they were just like no that's the game that's that's the finished product that's crazy like any kind of fun bugs that you enjoyed when you were a kid do them again like well you know how they used to patch bugs back in the day right they would just release a new disc and not tell anyone they exactly they would just re- <laughs> release a new cartridge because this is back in the cartridge yeah. days. Um, or I guess it could happen for discs as well, but anyway Yeah, because really... I know there's like uh cartridges and discs that people want because it has the mm-hmm. the, the broken versions. Did you know that there is a switch? I, I found this out recently. Mm-hmm. Um that if you bought the first switches that were released and manufactured, you can mm-hmm. actually hack them to there's a backdoor a manufacturing uh dev backdoor. Okay that allows you to run Android on your Switch and therefore allows you to run emulators on it, meaning wow. you can play Halo on fucking You're your Nintendo damned. Switch. <laughs> Why? Because it's, it, it's crazy. I mean, people would say <laughs> it would essentially become the ultimate gaming machine. You can play all of Nintendo. You can play... Yeah all of um xbox and all of playstation because they all have their own streaming services now that can stream directly to a portable device without having the hardware necessary to play it so this is only on the first versions of um the switch because nintendo found out but there was nothing they can do about it to actually prevent it from happening because it was a hardware backdoor. and so once they released the later versions of the switch they Change that hardware bit so that they could make sure that the back door is only a software thing. So yeah, they... I didn't know that you can uh, mod games on the Switch. Like I thought that was not a thing. You can Switch a little. Yeah, mods apparently. Yeah, because uh, somebody I, I found a video of somebody doing something in Breath of the Wild, uh-huh. and um. My friend was like, no, that's... Because that's, that's a... I was like, that's insane, I can't believe they did that. And then he was like, no, it's a mod. And then I looked at all the like comments below, because I didn't do that before, and I was like, this is a mod, this is a mod, this is a mod. Was it uh, was it emulated, or was it actually on the Switch? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, all I know much. is that it was uh, really clever, and like looked really real, but then when you actually do think about it, it was like, okay, yeah, that doesn't make much sense. Do you remember what it was? Um it was what like the what the scenario? The 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 Cuz I can describe it to you but it's it's very esoteric. <laughs> <laughs> so have you played Breath of the Wild? Yeah, I've watched my wife play it. Okay, yeah. Um so it, it was somebody they went to the um the Duku forest mm-hmm. or Deku forest mm-hmm. um and they they froze the Deku tree and then used magnesis to pull the sword out what yeah it's because if you do that normally he'd be like no you can't do that but if you freeze him then you can pull it out but then I, it occurred to me because he had like three hearts uh-huh. when he did it and after he was like my friend was like no that's a mod i looked and i was like eh, to be fair you can't freeze entities until you've upgraded the stasis thing and it, i i couldn't imagine a playthrough where you update the stasis power and not have more than three hearts. Yeah, yeah, that'd be because you'd, you'd at least at some point do some shrine or do this or do something. Like, I think yeah. even to leave the first area, you have to do enough shrines to get a heart. I don't know that for sure. I think so. But... I think you end up with four after you leave the the um, the like tutorial plateau. Yeah, as that's no a good I guess I don't remember how you get more hearts. Is it so you have to do the, shrines? The shrines, yeah. Yeah, and then every for every shrine orb you get or spirit orb you get, you you for every 4, yeah. you get you can either get more stamina or more hearts. Oh, so it's a choice. Yeah. So then you can leave with 3 hearts. You, you could. I guess, yeah, you could leave without, <laughs> but I mean like to get I don't remember what you have to do to upgrade the stasis power on, I don't, your, I don't either. on your uh Shika Slate. You gotta don't you gotta beat the uh, blights or whatever to get that uh, no uh, upgrade stasis breath of the wild let's see Lincoln yeah you'd have to have three ancient cores and to get ancient cores you either have to kill a fuck ton of guardians which mm-hmm. if with three hearts would be really hard or do uh, a major test of strengths which are still also very hard but also yeah. shrines. So if you're gonna do enough shrines to get three ancient cores, you're probably gonna have enough to to upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's maybe possible, but the likelihood of somebody starting a game and do, getting to the Deku Tree to just do that, when they know that they could, like, it's a lot of effort. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I just don't think you it's might as well something. Just play the game normally. Yeah, just play the game. Yeah. And just fucking have that sword drain your heart, <laughs> all the way to almost dead. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was an interesting uh, thing they did there. Um, like, to prevent the player from getting too strong too fast. Yeah. Because <laughs> imagine walking around with the Master Sword. Well, I mean, no, the Master Sword the is kind of shit in that game, to be honest. I mean, it's pretty cool, though. Like, it's definitely very hard to break, and it does have, a like a like like, the slash beam or whatever. Yeah, but the slash beam is only when you're full health. Yeah. Yeah, which is rare for me. i'm generally on like two hearts left and like running around and then like right when i'm like literally like a frame before me getting hit i'm like i eat like a meal (laughs) and then right when i get hit like i go back down to three (laughs) you you eat a meal yeah (laughs) hold on let me just chow down this spicy mushroom soup real quick exactly
1: (laughs) It's Man. a good
0: game to be honest. It's a lot of fun. No it is. It's um, honestly one but, of the best Zelda games I think ever. Ooh, see, that's my problem. Is it's a lot of fun, but it's not a Zelda game. What do you mean by that? It's Zelda games are in my like just to me like from my childhood and all that is just like different situations and areas and scenarios that present interesting and fun puzzles where you use a new aspect every time. Mm-hmm. Like every every area has some kind of new item to use that like makes that pu- like makes the like works with the puzzles. Yeah. Whereas in Breath of the Wild, you really only have those four things. You can do most of the shrines using kind of an amalgamation of all of them because you mm. can. It's kind of figure it out yourself kind of sense. But like, and because of the shrines always having the same like look, looking the same, it just yeah. kind of gets boring because you're like you're in the same shrine every time. You're in the same dungeon every time. It it looks all the same. Like, there's no there's no sense of, like, oh, I'm at this part of the game now, because yeah, everything like feels no the same. Temple. You can do it in whatever order you want. Um, everything looks the same, regardless of which direction you go. Like, it just kind of... It's kind of shit. And the costumes in the game are fucking horrendous. <laughs> like, they just look shit. Just stick with a green tunic. Give me a red one and a blue one for when I need one. But, like, the armor is not very good like it looks terrible and like then it kind of penalizes you it depends on like you have to upgrade and you have to use certain armor sometimes even though i'm like but i look terrible in it like it just looks like a cheap anime (laughs) yeah i don't know i have a lot of problems with breath of the wild as like a zelda game but as a game it's fine it's it's a really fun great game but as a zelda game i think it's it's a poor zelda game So, it sounds like you are just. You want the more traditional, simplistic Zelda experience. Yes and no. Because the game added a lot more to the Zelda experience that wasn't there before, you know? And it it is. It does follow a different structure in terms of, like, you could pretty much tackle anything at your own pace, and it's Mm -hmm. less uh, structured than you know the previous ones where you have to go through like the 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 wind temple or the or the water temple and all that shit they didn't really have that situation going on there they kind of but not really um i think what what game is it where it's like it doesn't like doesn't matter which one you do first as long as you do all three of them and then you can get to the next it's like there's not really a complete order to them oh uh, shadow know. of the classes. oh no <laughs> yeah that one well, well no that one's do any step one you by step want first. <laughs> Yeah. No, that one's literally one by one by one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like the most linear game I think I've ever played. Yeah. Yeah. I really hated the Final Boss in Shadow Classes. I never actually played it. Like I think yeah, I played know. it when I was a young, young kid and I was like, I mm-hmm. don't get it, it's too boring and I just fucking <laughs> stopped playing. I was like, I'm yeah. gonna go play God of War where I can have sex with ladies and kill people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my girlfriend and I played through Shadow of the Colossus during the first kind of throw of quarantine that we had. Oh, the you played through the remake or the remaster? Yeah, the the remastered one on the PS4. Yeah, Dude, that shit is beautiful. It it was pretty nice, but yeah. it's one of those where like I had seen people play it on the mm. PS2. Yeah, and like you know when you like, I saw the remastered one, and like my brain was like, well, this is how I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like funny. because I, I'm a big advocate for th- saying that graphics don't matter. Like yeah. I don't need things to look realistic because they'll look realistic in my head. Mm-hmm. Like my memory of the situation or my my like how I perceive the screen is that it's fully rendered and perfect. Like yeah. I don't I don't need it to be presented to me that way. The more it's presented that way, the more it goes uncanny valley, and I just kind of don't. I I feel like it's kind of not good. Yeah. What I like most about it is an updated, like you know, uh, light, like the the physics for light and the shadows. I think that's what made it look a lot nicer. Because uh, yeah, in the original PS2 version, everything blends together; like it all looks really? the fucking same. But uh, when they did the remaster, they they upgraded lights and shadows, and and it made it look a lot better. Things didn't blend together as badly as they did in. Like, the PS2 version. Okay. And that was nicer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's just... I think my brain fills that in for me, though, sometimes. So, especially, like, from when I was a kid. So, like, my memory of that... It kind of... It's it's even more so when I play, like, a series of games. Because, like, I always remember the other games at the Mm -hmm. same graphic level of, like, the newest one. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll play Mass Effect, and I'm like... In my head, Mass Effect One looks like Mass Effect Three, but oh. then I play it and I'm like confused because yeah, I was gonna say no not, <laughs> no, not at all. No, not at all. It's a fun game though. I I haven't played it through in a long time. Which I know. It's odd because it I used to play that game at least one like the trilogy at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Right? I probably it's probably been like two years since I've fully done it. I tried doing it like a while back, but I never finished through. It's just so good. It is really good. My problem is that the first one is my least favorite. <laughs> That's the first one is probably the most different. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, its it's definitely the the game that they just made a game and then they made a sequel to the game. and then when they made the third one, they just kind of followed on the, the they, they, they kind of kept going forward on the idea that they'd done in the second one. So the second and third feel very similar, whereas the first one is like this other thing that they didn't know what they were doing, but they just had a bunch of fun ideas. Like, so it's kind of like this kind of, it's just this game that's just built from people wanting to experiment and create something new, whereas the second one is them honing in on all the things they made in the first one, and the third one is just following what they did already. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the first one doesn't even use ammo, right? Yeah, the first one is does not use ammo. But you know what's really funny is when I play it, I still hit the reload button from two (laughs) and three. (laughs) Well, you can... Every time I finish hitting, like, shooting somebody, I hit X. Like, just out of an instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the craziest thing is how dramatically different the first one is compared to the third. And then the second one is just... Extremely different. It's like they have the yeah. first one. You have all these side quests, all these options. it feels a little more open world, so to speak. Even though the first one is arguably more open world. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the first yeah. one feels more open world, and then he gets a second one, and it's like as linear as humanly possible. Oh, I was I was saying like the second one is pretty open world. Really, I consider it like yeah. super fucking linear. I think the third one's pretty linear. linear. But the second one I think is a bit cuz you can do this person's side quest and this person's side quest and this like you can do it in whatever order you want. You can do this, you can do that. You can uh like yeah, it's 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 a lot of f- it's it, I think it's not as linear as as you're saying the second. You know, one. I think BioWare did the same thing with uh Dragon Age 2. Mm-hmm. Dragon Age 2, a lot of people had problems with because it was so linear compared to Origins and even compared to the uh Inquisition. Inquisition Mm -hmm. is insane, that's a long-ass game It took me forever to beat that I had like a hundred and something hours before I even beat the story (laughs) Damn Um, But, uh Anyway, uh, yes, my name is Marcos And uh, welcome to our video game podcast (laughs) (laughs) You know what, I recently tried replaying Oblivion And like, (laughs) I just I did what, like, I was like I'll just do the intelligent thing And just become like a high-ranking mage like so, I oh. went to all the towns and became like a member of the mages guild for every town, oh, and like nice. once I did that, I was like, well, kind of bored now. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go around just killing a bunch of people. No. Oh man. Because I'm not a terror. Although I did just, um... I think the last thing I've done in in my playthrough, my last playthrough of Oblivion, is I joined the assassins guild, uh-huh. um, and just because I needed money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, and it was an easy uh, way to make money. There's there's people right now who are trying to put... I think they're trying to put Fallout 3 in Fallout 4's engine. Okay. And once they do that, I'm definitely going to definitely gonna try to, to play yeah. that. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, but, I, have, um, I have Fallout... You know what's funny? I've like never really played Fallout 3. I've played the beginning bit, but the second I got out of the vault, I just stopped playing. <laughs> <laughs> um... That sucks, man, because the rest is a lot of fun. Um, but uh, my but I own it on Steam because Fallout I bought 3, it once when it was like $2. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, they, they're always on sale. It's great. Yeah. But uh, you know how you were just talking about how you, you would get confused by looking at Mass Effect 1 after playing 3 or something? Mm-hmm. Well, I have that same effect with Fallout 3 versus like 4 and even New Vegas because when you aim... You don't aim down sights. You just like your screen just kind of zooms into your to your little reticle. Yeah, and that's it. Okay. So it feels weird. It feels like you're just taking your gun in your face and you're just like moving your face forward. <laughs> like it feels weird. But uh yeah, that kills me whenever I try to play Fallout 3 cuz I'm like what the fuck, man? Like I can't aim down sights. What the hell? It's weird. And Easy, uh yeah, so things I have to add, like, add mods or whatever just to get me to feel like I'm playing the other games, but if I don't, man, it's almost unplayable for me. Even though I played oh, the hell out of it when I first came out. Uh, I'm looking to see if it'll tell me um, what games I purchased during... Quarantine? Yeah, during... Well, during the winter sale. <laughs> oh, oh. Um... I bought Revenant oh, from no, Ashes. OK. That game is fun as fuck, dude. I'm, like, having a great time. Um, yeah, apparently I can't. Damn. You don't get, like, receipts or whatever? Um, Let me see. Library. Zoom review. Uh, Home is where I'm at. Collections. Nope, that's the little uh, things that I've made. Did that tell you that they have a Steam? I have box? a like I have a just a whole section like uh, sorted box called Elder Scrolls for my Steam. Nice, <laughs> even though it's only four games, but <laughs> yeah, it's well, just to make gonna sure be, I... it's going to be another one. Yeah. really? Eventually. Yeah, I, think, I don't. That's the problem is I don't think it's going to be eventually. Well, I think now that they have uh, been joined with Microsoft, there's definitely going to be an eventually, because now they have all the money from Microsoft. Hmm, that's true. I'm just worried that it's gonna be like, well, they if they make enough money from, what's it called, uh, like, what's oh, fucking I can't even speak. <laughs> if they make enough money from from Elder Scrolls Online that they're just not gonna think that there's a reason to, you know, to 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 do more, yeah, to make another just make Elder Scrolls six. Well, I think they are having. I think they have a good following on Elder Scrolls Online, and I tried playing it, but I can't... I don't know. It's There's so much in it right now that it's hard to get involved, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Like That's that's what happens with a lot of people in World of Warcraft when they try to get into it. It's like, God, there's so much. Yeah. I, it's just, uh, uh, so they just much stop. On. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's definitely how I... Yeah, how I feel about uh, just uh, kind of... Uh, when I've tried to play World, World of Warcraft... it's just just too much Yeah, just and like especially playing with people who've played it for so long they're so like you know oh no this is how this works this is how this works I'm like yeah but I'm missing out on the trial and error bit yeah like I'm missing out on the fun part of where you try a game and you go oh that's how you do it like the discovery Uh period of a game is gone because so many people if you try and discover the game you just get flooded with oh fuck you noob like yeah yeah stupid bullshit like that yeah um. Yeah, it's a uh, damn. It, that was it, a loud bang. It was difficult to get into my uh, into World of Warcraft, but yeah. uh, I did do it for a while. I was gaming on my old MacBook Pro that I bought from. Uh, oh God, uh, what the, Mrs. What Harrison? Our... Yeah, Mrs. Harrison. That's yeah, what I, was... I remember that. <laughs> yeah, um, the battery in that thing exploded. <laughs> did it really? Yeah, it did. So I did ripped you replace it then? It. Wait, what was that? Did you replace it, or did you... No, 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 no. I wasn't smart enough to do that. Um, instead, I deconstructed the entire laptop and took the hard drive out. Genius. Yeah. And I did it very violently because I didn't know how to take the laptop apart correctly. And so that seems I, unlike you. I pried up the keyboard and everything. like <laughs> just Yeah. Like a... That doesn't really seem... That seems so out of character for you because you like tinkering with things. So like... I do, I do. But I, just, I don't know why that's something you would even like even as far back as i've known you've always been that kind of person it's so like why you would just violently rip apart a the laptop i don't know well there was really no point in saving the laptop i mean it was old as hell uh, mm-hmm. its processor was like maybe a really it was a really slow one i mean even though it was a pro okay. it still was very like old it was a pro from like 2009 it was, not, yeah, I think older. it was older than that, yeah. But um, yeah. I think it was like 2005 or seven.
1: I but, still just um, can't
0: believe the reason she gave it to you. It's it's terrible, but hilarious. What, the $50? <laughs> I was just like, hey. No, uh, the re- the reason she gave it to you. What was the reason? Do you not remember? Well, she okay, so she spilled coffee, and then she bought a new one. And mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, I bought a new one. I'm just going to go take this one to the recycle dump. And I was like, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. She, was like, she She okay. said she spilled coffee on it, Yeah. and when she turned it back on, surprised that it worked, the background photo of her computer, maybe I'm misremembering, but I just remember this because I thought it was crazy. The background photo of her computer was a photo of her and her husband that she deleted a long time ago because they had gotten divorced. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and she know. just was like, no, I don't want this computer anymore, and just like was getting ready to get rid of it. That's really funny because I remember she said she took it to like the Geek Squad and they checked it out for yeah. her, and they said it was fine. But she decided it was time to get a new one, so she did. Um, yeah, she it was probably a good mix of both, but like sh- I, that's what I remember her telling me. Maybe again, that's, maybe no, I'm that's wrong, very but, possible. Like, yeah, that's really funny. But yeah, so I <laughs> no, just, she like, just like opened up. was like, "Nope, fuck this computer. Get a new one. Get a new yeah. one. Yeah, don't need to see that. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll get it. I'll buy it off you for fifty dollars.
1: Yeah, <laughs> fifty like, okay.
0: dollars. Crazy. Like fuck yeah." It is a good laptop it, it yeah i'm still well. I'm still waiting to find out she I remember when we were in high school we yeah. do you remember I don't know if you remember this we like wrote out like what our like what we wanted to accomplish uh-huh. by the time we were i wanted it was no did you get yours yes, I did when were we supposed to get them <laughs> like I think it was two years three years after. <laughs> okay yeah no that's uh, i'll message her maybe uh but i sort of feel like mine's gone <laughs> well yours would have gone to your house in brinsey yeah pro- well no because she was like i remember <laughs> I, I remember thinking it was like crazy when she said it she was like she's like i'm gonna get, put down your address on it but if that's not a, your address anymore i will find it i will find out where you are and i'll send it to you and i was like oh, okay because like i already remember when i was 18 like in my head i was like i kind of want to move to the uk Mm. so, like, I kind of was like, oh, I'll put down the Brindsey address, but there's a chance it'll be in the UK. Yeah. And, like, yeah, so, I'll message her. I'll message her and see what she says, because if, it, if it's gone, it's gone, but I, I think I remember what I put. I think I put down that I wanted to own a red camera. God, <laughs> I, I think that was remember. what I put. Own a red camera. <laughs> yeah. I can't Which is really I stupid, because uh, that's not, there's no point to own it. There's no point to spend, I didn't realize at that point, when I was a kid, there's no point in spending $30,000 <laughs> on on a piece of equipment that you'll use. Yes, you'll use, but that's why rental companies, like when there's, when it's that expensive for a piece mm-hmm. of equipment, that's why rental companies exist.
1: Yeah. yeah and no that's point why studios
0: exist. Studios exist because they have that equipment and they say, we have that equipment. You want to do this thing. We can supply that equipment, but we come at a fee. Yeah, the only reason why you should buy it is if you yourself have a studio Yeah and, and then you're you going can be invest it, it out to, to people studio. to use yeah, to exactly. make investments exactly. in products that other people are going to make. Yeah, 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 Exactly. And then you just like have people check them out. But up. I was an idiot and I didn't realize that. So I was like planning by the time I was twenty five to fucking blow thirty grand on a fucking camera, so <laughs> Dude, that's like a fucking BMW right there. Some I know. F- fucking money, goddamn. Yeah, and that's, that's not including lenses and the freaking the the what's called the mounts and all that, right? Yeah, that's literally On everything just that you the, need for it. It's just it's just for the body. Yeah, it's just for the main body, and then you have to add the hard drives too. Mm-hmm. You have to add like. Yeah, no, every, I was an idiot. Okay, we we got it. We said it. <laughs> <I'm an idiot>. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm saying, man. <laughs> but uh, th- those black magics are really cool, though. I think I like those. Yeah. I think I prefer mm-hmm. those over the red. They're they're affordable for people who want to do like YouTube stuff. They, it's good because it's like, yeah, you know, it, I say affordable. <laughs> they're like it's two to five like k. No, they're like two to five k. I thought like a Blackmagic camera. Oh, it might be might be right. I don't know. I haven't looked at it up in a while. But um, yeah, yeah, I definitely think I like those more. Um, I've heard some issues with software bugs, but I mean, mm. you're gonna get that with any type of piece of technology. Yeah, professional cameras. Um, that's so the pocket cameras, the one that you can hold. Yeah, that still shoot six K. <laughs> um, are is a thousand. Oh wow! Holy crap! Yeah, and they shoot six K. Yeah, Blackmagic Pocket Camera, a uh, cinema camera is handheld four K to six K digital film camera with a full. I'm doing a fucking ad read for Magic Camera. Uh, Blackmagic cameras, <laughs> full 4.3 or Super 35 HDR sensor, Damn. Uh, dual native ISO and direct recording to a USB-C disc. That's way better than my 4K camera that's on my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can and, you... I mean, even even for the, the Blackmagic Pro 12K, mm-hmm. it's $8,000. Wow. Even
1: for, for... So it is 12K. Their, I knew
0: they had a 12K one. For the Blackmagic Mini Pro that su- shoots... <laughs> Uh, super thirty-five millimeter six point f- oh, sorry four point six K sensor uh, five thousand dollars sorry this is five thousand pounds five thousand pounds that's not bad that's really not that bad yeah holy crap yeah so that's what I meant by b- black magic is good if you if you're doing what I was th- thinking that I would do yeah. as a kid yeah. like buying equipment that I would use for my things to yeah. use as for like a you know YouTube channel or fucking whatever yeah. Yeah, one to one to two thousand. I want to do
1: a YouTube channel.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's way more uh, affordable. (sighs) Yeah, it's way more affordable. That's awesome. I do want to do a YouTube channel. I just, you know, back back in the day, all I wanted to do was vlogs, (laughs) which is yeah, you're really into those vlogs. I still do, in a sense, watch a lot of vloggers. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't watch a lot of people who all they do is sit in front of a camera and talk. Yeah, like in just like they set up the camera and then they just and they talk to the camera like like that's it yeah like like Alex Day although he doesn't make videos anymore no i should say how how he used to yeah yeah but yeah like that's that's that setup where it's just you know you put the camera on a ledge and you go hi i'm going to spout shit at you like i don't really watch those unless i'm watching like somebody talking about a subject or just general kind of yeah, I don't know. I, I watch it in some circumstances, but it's generally like somebody's uh, talking about language learning or uh, stuff like that. Like things that I'm interested in and like a topic I'm interested in specifically. Because um, that's more of like, I think what what's grown out of YouTube now is niche channels. Like people are like, I'm going to do this and that's what will interest my audience and I'll try and get a grasp of that audience by just you know putting out videos about this uh, as opposed to just talking about general shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I watch I, I watch people who are like moving around, doing stuff. I'm gonna do this today. Come with me while I do this. And then they do that thing, and then I go, oh, that's interesting. Or like people who <sighs> watch a lot of people talk about suits, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think is crazy? I, I always think about this just because like, <clears throat> way back in the day, we used to watch a lot of Rooster Teeth, remember? Yeah. Um, Gavin's whole story the slow-mo guys. Yeah. Like, why that channel even exists. <laughs> yeah, you... well, it exists for the, essentially the reason that we kind of were just talking about. Is he wanted to be a cameraman. Yeah. Realized that it was a competitive industry. Uh-huh. Bought for fucking basically no reason for like 10,000 pounds. Yeah. A slow-motion camera. Yeah. And then would, so that on his CV he could say, if you pay me for basic cameraman wage... I'll just show up with my own camera which saves you on some costs so then it got him a lot of jobs doing slow motion on sets yeah. and that got him and then he was just like well I've got a slow motion camera I'll just fuck around with my friend put it on yeah. the internet and then it it was literally just a channel of him fucking around with his friend yeah yeah that's yeah. what I think is so amazing about it <laughs> yeah and then I think there's there was a what was it like I forget how long ago it was because occasionally I'll still listen to the Rooster Teeth podcast although yeah. I kinda stopped after Bernie left oh Bernie left uh, he retired. He's done oh. now. A man started his own company at age thirty, and at fifty something, he was like, "I just had another kid. I haven't. I'm like, I I've made enough money from this company to retire, uh, nice. because it's my company, and I can just live off the fact that they are successful off my creation. So yeah. he just retired. <laughs> <clears throat> Crazy." yeah which i mean it's like talking more power to you like that's that's kind of the dream like why why keep working when yeah. you've worked this hard for 15 years to make something um just retire now have fun <laughs> that's the shit man that's the life right there yeah. that's what i want to do but yeah uh I mean, once he left like i honestly I, f- I found him the most hilarious out of everyone like bernie was bernie was the person who i thought was the funniest person in rooster teeth yeah um which if you ever listens to this it's from the bottom of my heart <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, like, so when he left, I was just kind of like, nah, all right, cool. I'm, I'm gone. And then they stopped, uh, a show called Always Open, which was another podcast they had, um, where, um, the, uh, uh, the girl, the blonde girl, the blonde yeah. girl who was there like when she was like 16, I forget what oh. her name is. It starts with a B. I just can't remember it. It's, it no, it's not Barbara. <laughs> but I just keep thinking it's Barbara, but all I can think is Barbara Walters. (laughs) (laughs) It was just not her. Oh, fuck. It's going to piss me off. I'm going to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, Reese. Um... Oh, it is Barbara. Barbara Dunkelman. There we go. Dunkelman. Yeah, but anyhow, uh, she, she had a podcast called, like, Always Open, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, not pretty good. I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, to be honest, like, most of the times I'd listen to that as opposed to uh, the Rooster 2 podcast. But then they stopped it because for, for, you know, general creative reasons. Like, it's n- nothing bad. Like, it was just like, uh oh, we've done a few seasons of it. We're kind of done now. Yeah. And it's like, okay, right, that's fine. But that was the show watching you guys are... <laughs> um but yeah so i still kind of keep up with the Rooster teeth but not too much these days not as much as i i did when i when i was younger yeah yeah we used to just do nothing but fucking watch youtube make videos and play video games yep i still watch just... a lot of youtube so uh, do I. just play a little less video games and yeah <laughs> i still play a lot of video games yeah yeah <laughs> I still, I still play some I still play some video games like me and my girlfriend will play some video games. I've i been playing uh, my uh my kind of pseudo roommate um has like uh that's a long story behind that. There's an asterisk. I'll put roommate asterisks. Um <laughs> um he he has battlefront 2 like the OG one. Oh, nice. Uh, so like and you can play it on the Xbox One. So I've been playing that uh, like a lot recently and it's just i just i it's a solid game it's yeah. so much fun
1: yeah i used and to do all-nighters <laughs> with that shit
0: <laughs> yeah i'm s- and i'm i'm still like really good at it <laughs> what was it called galactic conquest Wouldn't galactic like- conquest man yes uh, dude. he like oh we were playing a galactic conquest and we he and i just got like stuck like we were just in a stalemate because we were like both in this position where the only planet next we could really take is like a level that both of us like respectively, like, both of us were just not good at. Like, he had to try and take, like, I think it was Mustafar, which I just... Every time he tried to invade, I would just, like, wipe the floor with him. But then (laughs) he'd get to, like, another level when he... When I was trying to invade him, Uh and it was just a level that, like... I forget what level it was for me, but, like... And he just, like, cleaned me out completely. Yeah. Like, it was just, like... By the time I was dead, he had 50 people left, like... And we even got to the point where we banned the garrison bonus because we were both just using garrison nonstop. we were like, (laughs) well, that's not doing anything. We just both have the same amount of people. (laughs) Yeah. So we like, we said we to not use it, but it still wasn't changing anything. But now I'm doing it just against an AI and I put it on like really hard. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, it's, it's actually quite difficult. It's quite a challenge, but it is fun. And I did really well. I'm quite proud of this This was yesterday. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the Mygito map? It's the one with like the really long bridge. That leads to one command post. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 like where if we're gonna get really nerdy here, it's where Kiata Mundi dies in episode three. The guy with the really tall head. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that really long bridge he dies on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that like that map, it's like this. It's like two long bridges, a center area, and like I, I there was two people left in my team, so it was me and one other guy. One other random person in the middle of the battlefield, and I just went. All right. And they had six, sixty? No, they had they had forty five people left,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, like on the other side. So it's, <laughs> and so I just ran to the command post on the other end, where it was just you know like like it, it like it was this long bridge that gets to it. Yeah. I went to the end of that bridge, and by the time they finally killed me, I got them down to twenty six people left. Holy crap. Cause I was just like, cause they, cause they had to just funnel through on that bridge. I was just Mm -hmm. like fucking nailing, nailing nailing And then finally somebody just, uh, it was a botan spy who just like fucking came up invisible and vaporized me to death. (laughs) Yeah. fucking hate those guys. They're the worst. Damn though. That's crazy, dude. But yeah, I was, I was like really proud of that. Like I thought for like half a second, I was actually just going to do it. Like I thought I was like, I might win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Damn. That is that game was fun, man. I, I had so many all nighters just playing yeah. freaking Battlefront Two. So, I really man, don't like the new one. I mean, I haven't tried it again since, but they gave it to me for free. Like it's yeah. it's on my PlayStation. I just because mm. it was like it did so poorly and well, dude, Disney had to step yeah. in and be like EA, if you don't change your shit, you're not allowed. Yeah, <clears throat> if you don't release Jedi Order and make everybody actually excited for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched uh all of, you've watched all of the the mandalorian right uh yeah yeah see well quote unquote all of, i skipped a few episodes in season two mm-hmm. um like i watched i watched the episodes where important things happened <laughs> yeah so i've seen to the end mm-hmm. but i skipped a few in the middle but i understand what happened yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but i like it i watched it with my dad and it was kind of difficult because like my my dad's like never seen the clone wars Oh. So he's just like sitting there just being like, I don't understand anything that's happening. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I kind of thought that might happen. <laughs> I'll just be like, listen, it's a it's a Star Wars Western. Just watch it and have fun. Yeah, but it's just, it. okay, no. I agree. <laughs> season one was a Star Wars Western. Season two was, fuck it, we're doing the Mandal- Like, we're doing the Clone Wars season eight again, or season seven again. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, because now it's like, it's just set up to be the seizure Mandalore again. Uh-huh. And I was kind of like, like when I got to the end of that, I was, I was like, okay, like all you've set up is that we're just gonna have a big fight on Mandalore the way that we did throughout, you know, the episodes that I've already seen in the Clone Wars. Yeah. And that's why. But that's what happens when you get Dave Filoni to be in charge. So. Yeah, and that's that's why they left it like that, and they're they're done with Mandalorian now. What do you mean? They're, they're done with it. They're not making another season. No, you're kidding. Yeah, that was the end. I thought they were going to make a third season where like, it actually is about Mandalorians. <laughs> Are they? Because I feel I th- like that I... would kind of be lame. What, to make a show about the, called The Mandalorian and make it actually about the Mandalor- uh, like Mandalorians? <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel like it would kind of... I don't know. I feel like... Now that he's reached his, his purpose, I think they should just end it. I think it. it but his good. purpose now is that he that he is the controller of the Darksaber, and that he has claimed the throne of the Mandalore. See, I'm okay if they leave the rest up to speculation and and like you know. Well, the, I'm okay. If the they leave problem of is the problem is is now it opens too many goddamn fucking doors again. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. like it's it, so like, well, I mean, I didn't watch. i didn't finish rebels so like the furthest i got in rebels was i thought ahsoka died and then i when she was in um the mandalorian i was like oh that's odd and so um i like looked it up and found out that apparently she like comes back to life some fucking now in at the end of uh in in rebels somewhere um which is dumb because i thought her dying to darth vader was pretty cool um, is like a good kind of ending to her story. Yeah, her that is kind of sad. Rede- actually. Redeem her master and and not get not being able to get through. With with uh, like Dave Filoni even said that um, the reason Anakin didn't like still had Sith eyes when he saw Ahsoka is the only thing that could bring him back to the light side of the force was his children. Yeah, and it's like okay, that's cool. I like that. It's 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 almost like it it kind of like, is ominous and terrifying and terrible that his Padawan that he loved and he cared for, like, can't even bring him back. But also you remember that Luke brings it back. So, like, it's yeah. almost like that, that there's more power in the love for his children. And, like, because that's what, at the end of the day, what he was fighting for yeah. was for his, his wife and kids. Anyhow. Um, but, yeah, so I found out Ahsoka's still alive, so then it's like, okay, well, if Ahsoka was alive at the end of Rebels... Where the fuck was she during 4, 5, and 6? You know, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, hold on. So she's been alive this whole time? <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. Which is of. dumb. <laughs> and then when I find out she's still alive there, and we leave it with her still being alive, although she's trying to go after fucking... Um, uh, pff, blue dude. Moff what? Grand Moff. Moff, uh No, I forget his name. Uh, Grand Moff... But anyway, Reese, all your questions will be answered because they're making an Ahsoka show. Thrawn. Admiral Thrawn. That's his name. Grandma he's Thrawn. He's not a moth? I thought he... Is he a moth? No, he was a he's just an admiral. He's not a moth. Okay. Yeah, Admiral Thrawn. So, yeah. I thought... So then she's like, oh, where's Admiral Thrawn? I was like, okay, cool. For some reason, we're still on this guy. Um uh but then like so that's that opens the question of where's thrawn in the first order because clearly he'd probably be a part of that um or is kill also uh if if like yeah if, if ahsoka's alive where is she in 789 um yeah it's just it just uh makes me upset however i did really like that something that I didn't think about until the movie kind of presented the idea is that when Boba Fett would speak, people would recognize him because they've heard his voice a million times in the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, because when he spoke, and they were like, "Oh, I fucking know who you are." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, exactly. "How do they know who he is?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense." Like, yeah, because fucking clone. <laughs> he sounds exactly like all the other clones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. His character was interesting. I'm looking forward yeah, to. I'm really glad they they officially yes, he survived the Sarlacc <laughs> yeah, pit. <laughs> that was so when I saw that at the beginning, I'll be honest, episode 1 of season 2, I hated it. I was like, "Oh, fuck now. Like they brought it back." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh no, I thought it, I thought he was he was fun. I enjoyed the actor who plays him. I think oh, he's, yeah. he he played that really well and I, it's like it's just nice to see that kind of familiar face it is did you hear Um, what he said about it no Um, when he he said yeah i've been waiting about like 10 years for them to contact me about this (laughs) (laughs)
1: like he just knew he
0: was like at some point they'll be like do you want to come back (laughs) well because like for for being such a side minor character he had a huge fucking following yeah you know what i mean he did yeah like it's ridiculous so he knew (laughs) at one point you know people love did you hear the have you seen the really stupid conspiracy theory of like why Darth Vader hires hires Boba Fett in episode 5? No. And it's because uh, like because he's technically a clone, he like wants he, he like remembers Captain Rex and is like, oh, "Oh, this guy reminds me of Captain Rex, I'll keep him around." That's a weird theory. I doubt that. But it, it kind of makes sense. Like he had a he had a, a clone trooper who he was really close to and spent a lot of time with. And then, you know, Boba Fett shows up, and he's like, oh, you're a clone, and you sound exactly and look exactly like the guy that I spent years in war with. Well, see, my my thing is, I don't think he, uh, I don't think he chose all of those bounty hunters, I think it was somebody below him who chose all of them, and he just so happened to (laughs) be there. That's fair, yeah. That's what I think happened, yeah. Unless he specifically, like, you know, yes, contact Boba Fett, you know. (laughs) He's like, get me some bounty hunters. Also, uh, find me a guy named Boba Fett, cause uh, I'm a sad, lonely man, and I miss <laughs> my life. <laughs> I need my Boba Fettish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Um, yeah, I thought they were doing a Mandalorian season three. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, they are. They are. I just looked it up because I was like, "Oh, okay. wait, are they?" Because I mean, I'd be cool if they left with it how it is. No, there's too many open threads now. Well, dude, they've been opening up shit all over the place with this Disney Extended Universe. That's what I'm calling it. Fucking Disney yeah. Extended Universe. I don't like, know. Like, I, I, I saw, like, it was like, oh, it's Ahsoka the show. And I was like, uh, didn't we have that already? Isn't it called The Clone, the Clone, Clone Wars, Wars and Rebels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, dude, so you remember, did you saw Solo, right? The the Star Wars story? That is the only Star Wars story I've not seen. Oh, it's not. It's not great. It's not. It's great. not yeah, I imagined it wasn't great. No, I uh, mean, yeah, it's okay a little bit, but it's not like nothing compared to Rogue One. Rogue One was fucking awesome. I really didn't like Rogue One. You didn't like Rogue One? Do you want to know? Here's my my statement of why I don't like Rogue One. Why? Okay, here's the plot of Rogue One: a group of rebels acquire. The uh, data plans to the Death Star. Yeah. Okay. Here's the plot of Episode 4 of Star Wars. A group of rebels acquire the data plans to the Death Star and then blow it up. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just the first half of Episode 4, but without the payoff of blowing it up. (laughs) Well, it's a little different. It's just like how they acquired it. Yeah, but I don't need to fucking know how they acquired it. <laughs> I don't care. Well, some, people, some people did. I, I liked it because I liked the characters. Do you want to know and, how, uh, much, how much I didn't like it? It's directed by Walshman and I still didn't like it. Wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a pretty bad, Reese. But uh, anyway, so I liked Rogue One. Um, as for Solo, it just felt way too fan servicey. I did didn't like it. Uh-huh. Uh, but... Uh, oh yeah, there's a scene in there. With like, cause you know the fucking Khaleesi, whatever the fuck that girl's name is. Khaleesi. You know, oh yeah, yeah. You know uh, fucking about. Sarah Connor, whatever her name is. That's <laughs> Sarah <laughs> Connor. That is not the actress I think about yeah. when I think I'm Sarah Connor. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. That's not that. That was a disrespect to fucking the actress. I know. Who know I know what you're Connor. talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But um, yeah, whatever the fuck her name is. Uh, so so she's in that. She Amelia Clark. That's her name. Got it. Amelia Did Clark. It. Yeah. She yeah. ends up having like correspondence with some rich dude, and this rich dude is having correspondence with a Sith. Yeah, I know Darth Maul's in the movie. Yeah, like the cut in half Darth Maul. Yeah, like Clone Wars Darth Maul. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck, man? Why are they? Why are they bringing him into this? And then it's just okay. That's it. That's all you get to see about it. Yeah, it. it which is really dumb because on top of that, Solo came out long after Rebels, so yeah. you know that you know what happens to Maul. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like it's not like you're like sitting there going like, "Ooh, why is Maul back? Do you think he's gonna be important in the new movies?" No, he he died. He died before episode four. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we so all know that's, this. That's what feels so like lame about it. Like, yeah, y- you're gonna throw that out there to show us him, and then it's like. But he, at the same time, back. I still remember when it came out, everyone lost their shit about Maul being. Yeah, it. about they're like, "Did you see Darth Maul's in the movie?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but yeah, so like." I thought it was stupid. Like, based on the timeline of events, like, two weeks later, Kenobi's gonna stop fucking stabbing him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was stupid. Have you ever watched an analysis? I've watched a... I don't remember what it was. I think it was a Wisecrack, actually. Uh, Mm -hmm. They did an analysis on why the third installment of of the, um, what's it called, was so bad. Um, Of the Disney. Of, uh, of, uh, what is it, like, I guess that would be nine, episode nine. Yeah. Oh, fucking Christ! Don't even get me started on that movie, man. But like, uh, really, don't get me started. They did a whole like analysis over the trilogy, the the Disney trilogy, Mm -hmm. and they're like, "This is why Episode Nine was so bad. It just didn't follow anything else and decided to do a bunch of crazy, stupid shit." Yeah. No. It's this is this is how bad Episode Nine was. I was so angry that somehow my now girlfriend. asked me out on a date and I didn't even fucking register it because I was so angry oh, yeah. about that movie Yeah, it was bad because I was literally like That's we a... just gone to see it with like a group of people and like we went to the pub afterward to talk about it and I was just sitting there fucking seething with rage yeah but the amount <laughs> that, like, of retcon oh. that oh. was in that oh, third oh. movie because like you know there was a lot of, there's a lot of retconning in, in the other Star Wars movies but not nearly as bad as this one Cause like you have in the second film, they're like, "Oh yeah, you know your parents were just whatever and blah blah blah. blah. You know they didn't really matter. They were just traitors. Blah blah blah. blah. You're not important, but you know." And it yeah. was just like saying all this stuff. I Fucking real. Oh, can- that was supposed I don't know if you to lead agree with to me, something. I think episode eight is really fucking good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was good. I agree. Like a lot of people hate it. I really don't get like the and I, the thing that's uh, like shocking. Is the reasons people don't like it are like the reasons I really dig it. <laughs> I gotta say, the only thing that felt unnecessary to me was like the unrequited love of that Asian girl. No, and- well, yeah, Rose, Rose and Finn made no sense. Like the fact that they kissed at the end, I was like, why? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and I then don't like, really or like that. or even the fact that she was like, he was like, I'm gonna sacrifice myself to save everyone, and Rose was like, No, I'm gonna sacrifice myself to save you so that everyone else still dies. And I was like, what? <laughs> What? Yeah, I thought, I really thought it was fucking, I hated that subplot. I, I really just didn't did get that. that. Like, it, I hated it. I just, it, and then she's like, I got to sacrifice myself for the people we love. And it, I was like, that's what Finn was doing. <laughs> yeah. And so I didn't, I didn't like that, but everything else was good for the most part. Yeah. I didn't have problems with it. It was, it was decent. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed the film. I thought it had really good symbolism messages. I thought it it took Star Wars and took all the tropes that people wanted from Star Wars and said fuck your tropes. We're doing something else. Yeah. Um, and just said like it, it did something where I was like ah oh, for for once I feel like somebody's doing something new with Star yeah. Wars. And I think that's what uh, like it's 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 I don't want to kind of generalize. But I feel like most of the people who have... Not everyone, but most of the people who I've spoken to who don't like it are the people who wanted something familiar from Star Wars. Uh-huh. And were upset that they got something that said, fuck you, you're not getting familiar. You're getting different. You're getting something that says that everything you thought Star Wars is, is wrong and we're doing something new. And that, to, to be honest, I'm like, well, I've been watching Star Wars since I was five. This is what I yeah. want. like i want something but new i want something different i want something else you can still see a lot those. of parallels though even in that second film like the whole uh trials that uh ray goes through is very yeah. reminiscent of luke you know yeah like, no there's when yeah. she when she goes into the cave it's like when or she when she goes into the tunnel it's yeah. like when luke when goes luke, into the cave yeah, like, yeah exactly like luke explaining the, how the force works to her is very reminiscent of of yoda like it's really good and to be honest like but i, I think i spoke to how it was um done. our uh, i think we mentioned it before on the podcast so i'll throw him under the bus i spoke to adam and adam <laughs> was saying that it's the first movie where he felt like the force was a fun interesting thing as opposed to a kind of you know uh like a deus ex machina which is yeah, what it turns yeah. into is this is how we fix everything uh-huh. i was like oh, that's not really how it's kind of works is like it's about flowing through everything its it's not for the jedi it's not for the Sith it runs through everyone it it courses through everything it yeah. is it's the universe it's the fabric of the of of the universe, yeah, they definitely made it really cool, like with that whole Luke astral projection thing.
1: I was yeah. like, I thought that was actually there.
0: <laughs> People were like, first... oh, how come he's able to uh, astral project himself? That's not been an established thing. And I'm like, okay, well, in episode six, it wasn't an established thing that people could use force lightning. Right, um, yeah. In episode five, it wasn't a thing that people could force move things. Yeah. That was just something that Luke did in episode five that was cool. But if you watch episode six, that's not a thing. <laughs> it's yeah. it's magic. You, you can't, like, it's uh, the, best, the best explanation somebody ever gave to me is... Uh, vampires die by staking them through the heart with wood now prove yeah. me that that's right like you can't it's just it's just a pre-established logic that people have come up with it's, it's, yeah. but it's at the end of the day it's fantasy for people to get upset that you said that rule is wrong or that rule extends this way that way this way like it's it's, it's not real it's all fantasy. Like for somebody to say, "Let's do something new," shouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah. Whether or not it's good is a different story. But new is never bad. No, no, it's, it's Whether or definitely... not we do it again is a different story. But new is never bad. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would definitely say that the second one was probably the best one out of out of yeah. the, the trilogy that, that Disney <sighs> came out with. For all its flaws, I liked Force Awakens. Force Awakens, like the first, the, the first one they made. Yeah, seven. I thought I thought seven was fun. I, I mean, it was it was. It was cool. It had that shine because it's like, oh, finally. But man, I just I can't. I, I try watching it again. And I'm <laughs> no? just like, oh, I just kind of hate Ray. <laughs> like, you're. I like Ray. I don't like. I him. think Ray's a fun character. That's my honestly one of my my biggest problems with the trilogy is that Ray and Finn just get like fucked. They just like Ray Finn never gets a real complete arc and storyline. And Ray, she's on this like trajectory toward a storyline, and then. Uh, episode 9 just, like, fucking derails and goes a complete, like... Well, j- like, she's going west, and they go, Actually, North sounds really cool. So, episode just, like, 2 is when nowhere. I started to like Rey. Hmm? Episode 2... Sorry, not episode 2. Episode 8 is when I start to like Rey. But, like, yeah. the first one, I just really don't like her. Yeah. I like her in the first one. I think she's fun. I think she's a fun, kind of, like, breath-of-life character. She's, like, she she feels new. She feels, like, she's a nice little bridge to give us something... She serves the purpose of what episode 7 should be, which is handing the torch from, Han- like, the old people, which is Han Solo and Leia, to the new people. Yeah. And then episode 8 is all about kind of more or less the new people, because especially with Leia being in a coma for the most for the most part. Uh yeah. But, like, Luke still kind of being, like, he's, like, nothing like what you would imagine a Luke to be, but, like, in a good way. Like, that's what I, I enjoyed about it, because at the end of the day human beings are fallible and human beings make mistakes well late in their life like nobody at 60 is perfect people at 60 are still making mistakes on a day-to-day basis and to think that your perfect hero is not making mistakes all the time yeah even though he's like you have to think how much how like to the show of strength that luke made in episode six not to kill his father Hmm. and to say no i will not feed into my hate I'm going to stand against, I'll be a Jedi. Like, that's a huge moment. But life isn't one moment and then you're done. Life is a series of moments that take you toward a trajectory of being a better person. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're Luke Skywalker, you've seen what the dark side of the Force can do to your own father. And then you find out that your own blood, your nephew, Mm -hmm. is probably going down that path. You saw the civil, you grew up during the galactic civil war and the galactic empire you grew up with all that around you mm-hmm. and you think shit we can't let this happen again even though he's my nephew i gotta get i gotta get rid of this yeah like it, i don't see how that's not plausible <laughs> yeah um oh shit I was gonna say so something. you got me on a star wars rant and i do that i do that often <laughs> oh yeah hey I'm do you inside. remember uh i think this was in the first one uh when uh, Ray had that vision, and they had those that, those fucking Knights of Ren or whatever, yeah, that never led to anything. <laughs> That's not true. You see them as the <laughs> background people that Kylo Ren beats the shit out of at the yeah. end, at the end of the sixth, uh, at the end of the ninth one. But it's like barely. They felt yeah, like no, they were it's, supposed it's, to it's, be no, way more important. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hated I, that. All we know from apparently like the novelization is that the Knights of Ren are just the Jedi's from Luke's temple that joined uh, Kylo. So they were Jedi's? Yeah. Oh, that's shit. what I under that's my understanding. Dude, that'd be so cool if that was a legit thing. Yeah, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, God damn it. those movies didn't involve interest. <sighs> Fuck, they had they had potential, but they didn't. Well, <sighs> oh, whatever. Anyways, Reese, yeah. uh, how was your 2020 uh, movie watching? Uh, it was ups and downs. You know, upsetting. I I looked because so I was looking at movies to write down for like you know us to talk about, uh, and I realized that I didn't rate a single movie in 2020 higher than an eight. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Is that okay? I think it's kind of shit. It's kind of sad. I mean, it happens, man Like, Either your taste is terrible Or, you know, you just watch some bad movies Yeah But uh, What movies What movies do you want to talk about? Uh, well, did you write any down? Oh, I didn't know I had homework Fuck, maybe I misread I that t- I literally sent you a message that said Do you want to write down some movies that you watched in 2020 So we can talk about them? Oh shit! I was supposed to do this. I thought you and told you me. Said, oh I thought... yeah, sure. <laughs> I well, let, me, you t- let me look at the exact messages I'll re- <laughs> I I read it right me, here on the podcast. Uh, like you wrote some down, and we were going to talk about what you wrote. We're down Just talk about shit that I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit. Oh, hold on. hold on. Hold on. Maybe I'll pop it up on the on on the uh, thing for a second. Is that in? well, Okay. Oh it's uh it's a a picture of my father from 1977 that when I went to Facebook to look at the message I, I found a picture of him in a full suit. Oh. He dressed better in 1977 than he does now. <laughs> well, he just wants to be chill, man. Yeah. It's uh him when he was uh running to get on uh, Swansea City Council. Um uh, as a member of Plaid Cymru, which is the uh you know the the, the National Party of Wales. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll put, uh, maybe I'll, maybe we'll put that image in just right when I'm talking about it because it's it's my dad at fucking thirty something, thirty five maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Man, it's crazy. I gotta think about the the movies I watched in in twenty twenty. Um, let me just look it up real quick because I could tell you movies. Because yeah. there wasn't really a lot, you know. What the like movies that you watched? Yeah. Yeah, I really didn't watch a lot of fucking movies in 2020. I've just been uh yeah. Oh yeah, Bad Boys for Life, man. That movie was legit. I'm kidding. Obviously. Oh, I'm trying to read through where There we are. Also, I'm going to write down 10 films that were notable I watched in 2020. If you want to as well, that way there's kind of a structure to the episode. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) I'm down, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just read it, I just read it. Shit. All right. Here I am. Well, anyhow, I guess we'll talk about movies that I saw. So, in no particular order, although the order is kind of in the order that I saw them the most recent, because that was me scrolling through IMDb,
1: Uh
0: um... Uh, I watched. Uh, so these are not 2020 movies. These are movies, just the movies that I just watched in 2020. Uh, so first off is Heat from like 1995 with, mm-hmm. the, with like Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Yeah. Have you, Have you seen it? Heat. Yeah, Heat. No, I know about. <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, like so. That's that was the thing. It's like me and my girlfriend. We were like sitting in quarantine, trying to go through movies because you know that's that's all we can really do in quarantine. And, like, we were like, ah, oh, Heat. That's a movie that people talk about all the time. Like, it's rated as one of the best action movies of all time. Let's watch it. Holy shit. That was terrible. <laughs> was it rated as one yeah, of the best I... action movies? It's rated as one of the best... Let's take a look. Heat. Uh, 1995. Information. Crime drama. Da, 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 da. Reception, according to IMDb, Rotten Tomato holds an approval rating of eighty-six uh, percent, with an average rating of seven point eight seven point eight one. Uh, Th- uh, the top critical consensus reads: Though Al Pacino and Robert De Niro share a handful of screen minutes together, he is engrossing crime drama that draws compelling performances from its stars. And confirms Michael Mann's mastery of the genre. I thought it was boar snore, and pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, I ended up like it was watching. just kind of uneventful dialogue. Yeah. Um, there was that. There was the the famous scene of like Al Pacino and Robert De Niro in the cafe talking, wow. and like that was pretty good. But outside of the, but like that scene didn't really feel like it carried much weight. Like it was weird. Like it was literally like Al Pacino's a cop. And Robert yeah. De Niro's a a bank robber, and he like pulls him over, for and just goes let's have let's have di- like dinner, and he's like all right cool, and they pull off to like a diner, and they just have a chat about how Al Pacino kind of respects him, but he's got to do his job, and Robert De Niro's like okay I kind of respect you, but if I gotta kill you I gotta kill you, and he's like that's fair, and then uh that's the end of their conversation and then they fight each other like later in the movie like (laughs) what the fuck like it's really weird it's really shit al pacino's like he's just he's his character doesn't make any sense he's like angry all the time uh which apparently like there was like a there's deleted scenes of him doing like cocaine to justify his behavior which is probably them you know being like well we need to you know put some kind of reason to justify al pacino's cocaine behavior that he has in this film yeah. <laughs> because he was probably fucked up on cocaine the whole time anyway uh-huh. um but then they were like oh that makes him unsympathetic also he's like he goes from a scene where he he like goes to this person's house like this woman's just been killed and he's like holding the mother of the of the woman who's just been killed like saying i'm so sorry i'm so sorry because as this like cop who's like just seeing the senseless violence that's existing in his city mm-hmm. and then the next scene is his wife complaining that he's not around a lot,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i'm like is it are we supposed to care about the wife's opinion because we just saw him console a grieving mother for the death of her child and now she's complaining he's not around and i kind of feel like she's a bitch for that <laughs> yeah Uh, I haven't seen it, so I don't yeah. Know how well, much. I... <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen it? Have you found a film that you saw this year that you'd find notable? Yeah, I believe I watched The Green Inferno finally this year. The Green Inferno. Yeah, you never heard of it. Mm. Oh, no. Inferno. Um. This. Okay, I've seen this. Is on my watch. It's on my watch list. Yeah, but I've not seen it. It looks a lot like Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> uh, yes, actually, it's that same genre, um, okay. which is, oh God, I forget the fucking name of it. But it was really popular genre way back, you know, like in the Cannibal Holocaust days, mm-hmm. um, because it, you know, people were just really into like taboo cultures and they were just like also afraid yeah. of them, <laughs> so they were like, oh, we're gonna make a horror movie. Um, so it's it's definitely not. Uh, people had issues with them and this is why they don't make movies mm-hmm. like that anymore is because it looks like <laughs> a really false representation of indigenous tribes in like South yeah. America. Yeah. So, I I'm yeah. I'm aware that that's a kind of leading problem in it all. You know yeah. Right? So yeah, it's just like, no, they just want to murder everyone. It's like, come mm, you to your bodies. Yeah. So that was interesting. There's a couple of gross things in there and mm-hmm. the acting was horrible. Um, But it was interesting. I just. I heard a lot of shit about it. Like, oh, this movie will make you sick to your stomach. And I'm sitting there eating fucking, like, nachos or something like that, watching it. And I'm like, oh, that's not that. (laughs) But, uh. Yeah, the last movie I saw that was like that was, um. Raw. And, like, everyone was like, oh, if you watch this movie when you've eaten, don't. You'll throw up. And it's just about this girl who, like, turns to cannibalism because she finds it kind of fun. (laughs) <laughs> fun. But uh, there yeah. was a there was another movie I saw that people said, "Oh yeah, I had to leave the theater." Is the was it the the baby being ripped apart in mother? Oh yeah. And that was that was pretty that was pretty like bad, but it wasn't like, "Oh, I have to leave the room." You know? I'll be 100% honest. I feel like most movies don't affect me after a Serbian film. God, that yeah, that movie I can never watch that again no was- i'll never watch that movie again. if anybody ever goes hey you know what we should watch i'll be like i'm gonna leave <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of this movie called the serbian film it's like yeah, oh ex- yeah if, especially if they've seen it before and they're like really rearing to fucking watch it again i'd be like i'm gonna head off and we'll probably never talk again to be honest yeah why would someone <laughs> want to watch that again like yeah that's i i don't know i just couldn't like i, I don't want to tell anybody to watch it either it's just like nah. no no good like hey do you want to watch gone girl instead i haven't watched that in a while i <laughs> kind of like that movie a lot yeah that's a good movie i i definitely blame the the equals three podcast for that i think it was no, it was uh fucking what's his name harley from epic mealtime who it was on the podcast and he was like oh don't watch this movie it involves x and then you and i being 16 year olds were like mm, that sounds interesting and then we decided to watch it <laughs> what was the x is that like the baby raping yeah the baby rape i didn't want to mention baby <laughs> raping on a fucking podcast but yeah sure dude it's terrible uh, well yeah. i'd rather say i'd rather actually say it is to deter people you know what i mean yeah no uh, that's right yeah. x, so, gonna be like, like oh. but that, at the same time what's x? the podcast the podcast we listened to when we were 16 literally said don't watch it because of x and then we did <laughs> did they say that yeah he was like don't watch it unless you want to see this and we were like, that sounds really fucked up. You want to watch this movie? Well, I... Okay, so listen. <laughs> there was a lot of messed up shit. Don't you remember bestgore.com? Like, the internet has changed a lot. The internet has changed a lot. Yeah. yeah back, in, back in our day, there was a lot more on the internet that you could access. Yeah, like messed up things. And, like and things we that were up fake things. end movies. <laughs> we aren't messed up people. But we no, we were just see messed up shitty sixteen-year-olds who were really into death metal. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, ah, no here's way. a movie that technically I watched in 2020." No, I, no, I watched it in 2020. Most of it in 2020, and then I finished it the other day. Um, I watched a documentary called "Death by Metal." Death uh, by it's on metal. Amazon Prime here. I don't know if it'll be available for you uh-huh. on Amazon Prime, um, but it's a documentary about the band Death. Oh, cool! And it's it's. It's one of those kind of, it's my problem with documentaries, is it was a fucking terrible documentary. Uh-huh. However, the subject matter, I was interested in. So therefore, I sat through all of it. <laughs> hmm. yeah. So, and it's just, it's just about, like, um, all the albums that came out, and like, a lot, like, obviously a lot about Chuck, Chuck Scoldner, um, yeah. and like, his life, and, and him making the music, and I, I didn't realize how tumultuous the band was. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like, literally, I, I always thought, like, the lineup change was because he was, like, just, like, you know, interested in experimenting with music. I didn't know it was because he got halfway through every tour, screamed at everybody, quit, and fired everybody, and then <laughs> got a new lineup. Like, that was literally the sort—it was, it was, like, so we made Screamblade Gore, and then uh, Chuck we went on tour, and then uh, about three, three like, um, shows in, Chuck just kind of lost it. And uh, he fired all of us, and then, uh, like, we found out six months later that he was just, you know, doing another album with uh, with other people. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? And, like, apparently he had, like, never completed a tour in Germany until um, Individual Thought Patterns, which is why on that album they have a live version of the tour in Germany, because it was special, because he had not finished a tour in Germany before, because he kept quitting halfway through. God, I have that CD (laughs) somewhere yeah Um, back in california because i was like i always thought it was odd that there was like one live album that's the reason it was because it was considered novelty that he made it through a whole tour in germany yeah (laughs) yeah man individual thought patterns good fucking album also i found out not to ruin the whole fucking documentary for you but like uh uh sound of perseverance most of those songs were apparently meant for um a a control denied album really yeah, but like, essentially Roadrunner, he was like, I want to stop doing Death, I want to do Control Denied. Yeah. And Roadrunner was like, no, we don't want you to start any new bands, we just want you to stick with Death. Death is a well-known name, it's really popular, it sells a lot of CDs, stay with Death. And yeah. then he went to a different company that said, We're, we'll let you do a Control Denied album, you just have to do one Death album for us and that's it one and then you can do control denied forever so instead of writing new stuff he just used a lot of stuff from control denied that he had written already and just yeah. did instead of doing the clean vocals for control like he had on control denied he just did the death metal vocals for it released the album and then made the control denied album and when they were working on the second one that's when his cancer came back yeah and he didn't make it can you imagine if sound of perseverance was done with clean vocals uh, I can't imagine because unfortunately they played a fucking clip of it in the fucking documentary. Oh my god, that's gotta sound it's so really <laughs> yeah, say, It's really bad. Yeah, it's as bad as Control Denied was. Which I mean, I'm not trying to knock the guy because I, I kind of appreciate what he, they were saying. His mood was when he was making that album, which was he was he had done like ten years of the same music, and he wanted he wasn't that kind of metal head who wanted to just make brutal metal. He wanted to experiment with incredibly melodic guitar music he should have and went and like hung out with Cynic some more then <laughs> <laughs> well i mean he did he did hang out with, like all apparently uh human is mostly just cynic like, like yeah, it's, I mean, it's him it's and cynic m- yeah it is mostly but without clean vocals or anything it was more well without cynic clean vocals were... yeah but it's the guitarist and the drummer obviously yeah, yeah cynic yeah. um which that was actually kind of nice, because it, really, it was made last year, so there's quite a lot of interviews with Sean Reinhardt, which yeah, was yeah, a little bit... Passed. It was it was almost like more sad, because I was like, I'm watching a documentary where I know the end of this documentary is this guy dies. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, half of the interviews with the guy that sadly died at the beginning of 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was pretty sad about that. So yeah, I, was really, pretty was sad. I, I think I messaged you, and I was like, dude, now he died! <laughs> yeah, he was one of my favorite uh, modern... Uh, drummers you know what i mean like, yeah all the He's other nuts. guys so fucking old yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he just yeah he, he, yeah he was just this like well he was like 18 when he did the first album cynic mm-hmm. and he was just this tiny little kid like that was the worst part is like i've known about him my whole life yeah and i've known that he existed in bands since the early 90s yeah but that doesn't mean that he was old he was really young because he was really young when he started his career yeah yeah like he so was like only he, in his forties. I think, when he, he died. Just like barely in his forties. I think he was born in 1982, so he was like yeah, yeah, young guy. Uh, still had it. Couldn't be 1982. It, that would have meant that he'd been like eight when like Scream Bloody Gore, Gore came out. <laughs> yeah. No, he wasn't. No, let me look. Let me look it up. <laughs> Sean Renner was born in 1982, dude. <laughs> or maybe it was 1980. 1971. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. How could I be so wrong? I thought I looked this shit up before. <laughs> he joined Cynic in 87, so if, by your calculations, he was five. <laughs> Whoa, he joined Cynic in 87? Yeah. Damn. I don't know, that's that's crazy to me. That's so crazy that that music has been around for so long. Yeah, it really has been. I didn't think oh. it was that old. Yeah. Wow, my my timelines are way off. Holy crap! Uh, to go back onto the topic of movies, I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> we well, want to do that before movies, the we're podcast about, ends. Uh, the oh yeah, well, yeah, we, that, that's actually true. But then we kind of went on a tangent about music <laughs> we did for a little bit. Yeah, but no, I I recommend watching it probably because you'd get the same interest as just kind of satisfaction interest as me. Yeah, uh, I would. it's a band that I still really love, like even. After watching the documentary, I was—I just listened to uh, all of Human just because it's just a great album. Like they just—that—that yeah. that, that was the weird part of finding finding out about Sound of Perseverance is that my my favorite death album is one that they just cobbled together so that they could do another one under a different band name. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like <laughs> it just seems odd. Yeah, it's so strange. Um, but uh, yeah, it's funny because. Um you remember you saying like a lot of cynic was inhuman um yeah and i think one of the songs i can't remember if it was suicide machine um mm-hmm. or god what was it it might have been suicide machine but like the beginning sounds extremely cynical what the boom boom, <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn, boom, boom, boom 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 yeah it's yeah, so good <laughs> yeah, yeah i think that's suicide ma- machine oh shit now you're making me question yeah i'm not sure if it is or not Uh, let me look at the song tracks on here. Uh, Why is it so hard to Google? Um. Yeah, I type, I type human death. Is it (laughs) not lack of comprehension? All I see is dead people. I thought lack of comprehension starts with a instrumental. Kind of like a slow thing. Um or is it flattening of emotions no it's flattening of emotions. it's flattening of emotions yeah that's it yeah it's the first one yeah because i thought i was like i vaguely remembered when i was starting the album it's yeah. starting with that yeah yeah that it's, slow it's flattening kinda... of emotions that's for sure yeah yeah um, anyhow <laughs> good shit yeah it's good so I, yeah i recommend it to anyone who who likes death metal who, who like specifically likes the band death uh, to watch that documentary as i said it's it's not a good documentary I'd probably give it a, like a four out of ten as a documentary. Well, what's just... a good documentary? Do you have an example of what that means? Um, I mean, the only documentary I like is just really upsetting, <laughs> and that's Dear Zachary. Okay. It's a documentary about this guy who his best friend was murdered, <laughs> and so he makes a documentary about his like. Uh, his fa- like his his best friend's family like interviewing them just saying about like how like special Andrew was and how great he was as a person and like how much they loved him um and then halfway through the documentary uh the woman who murdered him uh comes forward is like oh by the way I'm pregnant with his kid uh and Canada would no America wouldn't extradite him to Canada or extradite her to Canada so uh, the 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 grandparents. So the the parents of the guy who was murdered have to have to essentially like stomach a relationship with the woman they know murdered their son, so they can have a relationship with their grandchild. Dude, you you want to know what a crazy fucking movie that I saw? We'll keep going. <laughs> we need to talk about Kevin. That's a good one. <laughs> have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. It's, Dude, that it's... shit is crazy. It's rough. It's I'm a rough pretty sure right I saw <laughs> that uh, this last year. If it wasn't. 2020 than it was like at the end of 2019. I uh, think I watched it in 2019 for a second time, but I'd seen it like a while back,
1: and yeah, it was just it like it was, it was.
0: <laughs> it was on like somewhere for free, like to stream. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's a sad movie. Let's Dude. do it again. Holy but I just crap. I loved John C. Reilly. Like I don't know why, he, like he. Th- like he's just so known for his comedy that he can't step out of it but he's so good as a serious actor. Yeah. Dude, that was that was an insane fucking movie. I was like yeah. oh, Have you God. seen Sisters Brothers? No, that sounds kind of incestual. <laughs> it's it's a movie about it's John C Riley and Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. And they're two brothers whose... their oh, surname is Sisters the, the Sisters Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, Sisters yeah. Brothers, yeah. yeah, yeah Have yeah. you seen it? Um, I've heard of it and I, I it okay. kind of looked interesting, but I never watched it. It's it's really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, I do like Joaquin Phoenix and a lot of the yeah. movies he's in. Like, I really don't have any problems with him. <clears throat> um, I I honestly kind of just watched it because any role where John C. Riley is going to do a serious kind of character, I'll, I'll I'll I'm there for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is interesting, but. uh... Yeah man that movie was fucking crazy and really sad. <laughs> yeah. It is oh it's damn. just so. it, it t- I mean oh that's another act, I think uh, that's another actor who anytime they're on the billing I'll watch it. That's Tilda Swinton. I think Tilda she's Swinton, the best yeah. act. She's the best actress. She's the best a- she's the best actor. Not even just in the category of actresses. She's the best actor I think um of like our time. You really think so? Yeah I generally I generally think so. I haven't seen her in enough things to be to feel that yeah. way. I I literally anything she's in I'll, I'll watch it cuz I just love her so much. I I do love her but uh her characters all kind of feel the same, don't they? Oh, oh I'm sorry, the fire alarm's going off. Ah! No, I'm <laughs> about what'd you say i said it's everything good oh yes it's uh, uh when i went to go pee i, I could smell like a bit of smoking from uh my roommate cooking so it's just it's it, honestly it's like nothing against him it's the world's most fucking sensitive like smoke detector <laughs> it's just oh, yeah. like it, it takes nothing and it sets it off mm-hmm. it's really just it's, it's just a bit much <laughs> but oh well <laughs> anyhow yeah um to go further down the list, uh, or do you want to say any more about when you talk about Kevin? No, no, no. no. I just that that was one that I thought was really fucking mm. good that I saw. Um, watch uh, in terms of Tilda Swinton. Watch um, did you did you watch Call Me by Your Name? No. Oh my god. Okay. For, well, first off, watch Call Me by Your Name for fuck's sake, God. Like I don't <laughs> <laughs> don't know why you haven't watched it already. It's honestly one of the best fucking movies I've seen in in years um it's it's a oh it's such a good movie such a good movie anyhow um but the director luca guadagnino he has two other films they did before or i think he's done a few other but the the ones before the the two others subsequently before call me by your name um were uh, i am love and a bigger splash um and they're both starring tilda swinton and and she does fucking just such a great job all of them she doesn't just play it, the same fucking role no she doesn't I don't think so I mean I mean I swear I'd say it's arguable kind of it's arguable that she plays a, a kind of similar character in in Everything. a bigger splash and I am love although in I am love I can't stress this enough um, she learned Russian for the role because her character is a Russian who lives in Italy so she learned Russian, then Italian, so that she could speak Italian in a Russian accent. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Because she does speak Russian a few times in the movie to, like, her son, uh-huh. um, who's, you know, her son, so she taught him Russian when, she, when he was a kid, obviously. But, like, but, yeah, so, so she, yeah, it's just, it's, it, she's just a great actress. And, and in, in a bigger splash, I think she does a really good job as well. She carries, especially since most of the movie, like, her character just had uh, throat surgery, so she can't talk much. So she has to rely a lot of, more on like her kind of expressions uh-huh. and like how she's kind of reacting to the situation. And I think she does a really good job there, uh-huh. um, like in, in that in that kind of regard. And then also Suspiria, which is again Luca Guadagnino and Tilda Swinton playing um, Madame Blanc. So yeah, yeah, which is if you've seen Suspiria, I don't know if you have. No, no, no. It sounds like you have to watch the movies, man. Suspiria is a uh, horror movie. I thought you'd be right up your alley. Yeah, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, well, watch it. It's really good. <laughs> okay. Um. But back to movies for 2020. Yeah. Um. My number two on the list, again, no real particular order, is Dawn of the Dead. I'm really upset that you didn't watch it, because it was fucking great. <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, not yeah. Day of the Dead. Or, er, what? No. The, the, the 80s version, not yeah. the... Zack Night Snyder. of the Living Dead. That's the one I watched. Not, yeah, Dawn. you watched Night of the Living Dead. I watched not, Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead. Mm. And Dawn of the Dead was just a fucking a blast and a half. I gave that one an 8 out of 10. Nice. Oh, Heat, I gave a 5 out of 10. Yeah. Huh. Um. Let's see. I have a question. Have you watched... You've watched Don't. Schindler's List, right? Schindler's List, yeah. yeah. Okay, Pretty sure card. we we watched it in school. Or at least whatever class I had in high school, we watched it. I think we like watched part of it, but we actually didn't watch the whole thing. It's a long ass yeah. movie. No, we we watched the whole thing in school with in my class that I was in. But my fucking, my, uh, you know, my wife hasn't seen it, oh, and okay. I'm like, dude, you gotta watch it. It's fucking, it's a good fucking movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's good, but I mean, I kind of, I don't know. I think it's a bit of a weird film i I have some weird contentions about it, but it's 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 kind of all like not real like it's hard for me to say that I don't like the movie because the reasons that I don't really care for it are for reasons that are film and not like storytelling like it's it's so if you really want and they're not entirely my ideas if you mm-hmm. want to find out what I think about the film, watch. Uh, a, an interview with Mikhail Hanukkah mm-hmm. um, talking about Schindler's List. If you just YouTube that, you'll find it, and it's, it's really an interesting thing that he says about the mm-hmm. film. And I don't want to seal it as like my opinion because it's really his opinion that I went. That's correct, and then you know, kind of, kind of went yeah. from there. But yeah, but he says so, it's the laziest film he's ever seen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like in terms of filmmaking? Yeah, in terms of storytelling. Oh, it's the laziest film he's ever seen. Because he said, uh, "All you have to do is put a person in Nazi uniform, and you know they're they're evil." And he goes, "So what are you exploring? You're not exploring humans. You're not exploring experience. You're not like there's plenty of films that tell you how horrible the Holocaust was. Uh So what did you explore in Schindler's List? Other than Nazis are bad, other people are good." I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and he said he's not interested in making movies that explore ideas that people have already talked about, which is a little ironic considering all of his movies kind of have a message of voyeurism, of like, this is disgusting subject matter, you want to watch it because you're a pervert, and I'm going (laughs) to supply it to you. (laughs) Wow. That's kind of what most of his movies are about. Especially like, funny games and cachet. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Caché is almost, in a weird way, like, just kind of... Because, like, Caché is about these people who keep getting sent tapes of them, of their life being recorded. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but what you're watching now is a recording of these people's lives. You're intruding on their lives and watching them as they're freaking out about seeing tapes of people recording them. So who's the pervert, the guy sending the videotapes, or you, who's enjoying the movie? (laughs) Um no we're definitely not the pervert like it's nah. for sure i think it's arguable that we are the perverts <laughs> no because like this is if you want to look at it that hype like if you really want to look at it you're making this film that's an actress and all this shit you know what i mean like i'm not coming mm-hmm. to go see this movie because i want to be a voyeur so to speak yeah. you know what i mean it's it's very different <laughs> I think he tackles the kind of complex relationship that between a movie maker and a movie viewer, mm-hmm. and like how how extreme we go in our films. The fact that we're willing to watch them is noteworthy. It all depends on the film. The film when yeah. exist. because I mean, Funny Games tackles that a lot. If you have seen that, uh, but like here, here's the thing. We wouldn't go watch the film if the film didn't exist. It takes the person to make it before we can decide whether or not we want to watch it. But that's if you look at film as purely a commercial object. But if it's an art piece that's there to make you think about how you view the world, Mm -hmm. then it's kind of different. So as an art piece, it still Mm -hmm. takes the artist to create it before anyone can see it. Yeah, but it's it's my argument about modern art. Two pieces of wood nailed together, put in the middle of an art studio. Is it art? The answer is yes and no. Yeah. Now, the answer is yes, because the piece of art is asking, is this art? And that in itself is an art form. Yeah. Now, is it art? No, but that was the question. And therefore, it achieved the question, which was, is this a piece of art? And the answer was no. Now, if somebody were to do it again, that's not art, because somebody's already asked the question, somebody's already proposed the idea, and... and uh, went forward in the boundaries of what an art form could do and said, that's the boundary. Like, That's not a piece of art. Let's go back. But you decided that. to keep there. I disagree with that because now we're talking about something subjective and you're trying to put a, <laughs> like an exact definition on something that changes with every person. So I don't yeah. think that you can say whether or not definitively this is that or that is this. It really just depends on how people are viewing it. Yeah, I mean, art at the end of the day is subjective, but I think there is certain truths to it all that I think people try and ignore. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think that that art is pretty much anything that requires any type of creativity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, do I think an algorithm can create art? Well, it all depends. How was this algorithm created if the algorithm was created by something organic then yeah possibly but yeah so, i mean i've listened just, to piano yeah. like, like so- songs on the piano made by an ai uh-huh. and like, like i think it still moves me it's yeah. i still like it mm-hmm. like so that does that not make it art i think it's yeah should we just go back to our uh discussion of bicentennial man? We'll just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is interesting yeah um, i'll just yeah. i'll cc our uh our or not cc that's an email i'll just i'll put a little link to our uh our episode of Bicentennial man where we talk about whether or not machines are humans <laughs> uh yeah yeah or not humans exactly but intelligent life yeah, yeah. intelligent enough to res- gain garner the respect yeah yeah to yeah. be to be something other than that you know yeah. to gain humanity i guess you could call it mm-hmm so but, uh, just because we're getting near the two-hour mark, and I just kind of want to run through them before before we get too far in, in case we do end it, um, should I go through the rest of my list? <laughs> sure, if you want. Uh, have you have you at all come up with any movies that you saw in twenty twenty? Um yeah, I mean I told you a couple. Oh yeah, well, yeah, okay. not a lot. Um, but There was a, so back to your documentary thing. I did watch yeah. that. Uh, extremely, what was it called? It's like. That that one that was about uh, Ted Bundy with uh, what's his name? Oh, extremely dangerous from? and something. Yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't extremely dangerous. It was like uh, shockingly something and, and I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like the sentence that the judge described him. Yeah. As they, when they sent when he sentenced him. Yeah. And it I was like something. extremely dangerous and shockingly close or something like that. No, 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 no. Uh, it, it, here, let me just fucking look it up. Oh, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but that was the documentary. I believe the movie is called something else as well, isn't it? Yeah, that was that was the one with Zac Efron and uh, Eyebrows Collins. Uh, Yeah, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Yeah, that is the movie's name. Oh, again. man. Okay, let's talk about that. Because uh, Eyebrows just reminded me mank was really disappointing i thought oh yeah yeah did you watch it no 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 mank no yes no No. okay do, do you know of it didn't you just tell me about it mank yeah during this podcast didn't you just tell me about it did I? I think you did i don't think so i honestly don't think i did well, what the fuck is mank mank the movie with gary oldman the new david fincher film it's no. about it's about a uh, citizen the the make the writing of Citizen Kane essentially. No, 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 I didn't. Okay, yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, it's a it's the new David Fincher film, which is why I was really excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about like Herman Mankiewicz, who's the guy who's credited for kind of like the first draft of Citizen Kane, because mm-hmm. obviously Orson Welles kind of took a lot of credit for writing it, mm-hmm. and it's still like it's still pretty contentious. Like apparently, like. Uh, even when the movie was being made, like there was a lot of setbacks in how much they said that the movie was not written by Wells, mm-hmm. and like w- like film historians were like angry and like threatening to like you know do a bunch of stuff to to, to Fincher because the film wasn't painting Wells in good enough a light or that he <laughs> had enough say in the project um, because the the narrative is that he wrote the film, but I mean when you think about like how much the film. Has been what like at the time that it came out, it was it was said like this is a a huge attack on William Randolph Hearst, Uh and then you find out that the guy who was credited with writing the movie, but not really writing the movie, was like friends with him for ten years from thirty to like Uh forty. Like (laughs) it's like and like all the characters are explicitly kind of based on people that he would know in William Randolph Hearst's circle of people. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, maybe it was a little bit written by that guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. But you said yeah, it wasn't... It, it wasn't was
0: okay. Movie. I thought it was just underwhelming. It just, it didn't feel very David Fincher. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story focused far too little on kind of, I felt like, the relationship between Hurst and Mankiewicz. So that at the end, when he go when he decides to write Citizen Kane as like a fuck you to Hurts... You don't really feel anything from it. You just kind of go like, okay, I guess he did that. But you don't feel like the weight of their loss of friendship. Yeah. Hm. So that was my opinion. <laughs> well, I'll have to watch both that and Citizen Kane since I've never seen that. I can't believe you haven't seen Citizen Kane. Jeez. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of shit I haven't seen. So speaking of things that I haven't seen until 2020, I watched Saturday Night Fever. Oh, I haven't time. seen that either. Is that the one with John Holy John shit, Travolta? don't watch it. <laughs> No, no, no. Is that, is that the one with John Travolta? Yeah, John Travolta, where he's like a disco dancing yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I no, gave no, it a sure. 3 out of 10. I it was it uh, incredibly racist. Had uh-huh. nothing to do with disco. <laughs> it's just about this, like, Italian dude who lives in, like like, like poor Italian neighborhood in New York. Mm-hmm. And it's just him and his racist friends having race wars with, like, the Mexicans and the Blacks. oh and like while he's also like wanting to dress fancy and do some disco dancing what the hell like it it, it's really weird like the movie is really more about like the problems that existed in poor 1970s new york city Uh like you can see like it's not racist in the sense of like you feel like the movie was intentionally racist it was more of like these people are caricatures of what the people who live here are they're like they're an example of of the poor undereducated people that existed in 1970s like new york city in the time when like 1970s new york city is famous for being a shithole Uh like it was not a good place it was not a good time it was terrible so like it's like a kind of encapsulation of that terribleness almost but i didn't think it was presented in a way that was enjoyable (laughs) and Uh presented it in a way that like almost like you know it 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 didn't blame the characters for not bettering themselves. <laughs> hmm. Um. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Yeah, but it, it doesn't sound like a good movie. So, I'm glad I never watched it. I'd never had plans <laughs> on watching it, and I think I'm yeah. gonna stick with not watching it. However, another film, Which another film wrong? on my list. Oh, so I'm going to knock off the films i talked about. Because <laughs> um, I'm kind of just going in random order now. Uh-huh. Uh, another film that I watched that was really good was uh, Tangerine. Have you seen Tangerine? I've heard about it. Yeah. It was, it was fucking hilarious. Is oh, what was, it? was. <laughs> Yeah. I honestly haven't laughed that hard in a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really funny film. Really good performances. Really, like... Uh, like I remember I kind of didn't want to watch the film for a long time because of how, like when it came out was like when I was just out of high school and I I was in like the trying to do movies stage Mm -hmm. and like it was right when it came out, like everyone was like, Oh, let's just do movies on our iPhone. (laughs) And it's like, because that's how Tangerine was just filmed on an iPhone. So if Tangerine can be filmed on an iPhone. We can do, we can film a movie on the iPhone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, but people like, people like that always forget that there's there's an important step before deciding how your movie's filmed, and that is having an actual, genuine, inspired idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like that part, people always forget about. So it's like, oh, let's film a movie on our iPhone. It's like, okay, what movie are we making? And they're like, I don't know, something. And it's like, no, nah, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to have an idea, and then be like, well, we don't have the funding for cameras, uh-huh. so let's just use our iPhones, because we all have phones. Yeah. Like, and that, like, that's the steps that you need to take. Like, oh, we don't have the money for cameras, so we're going to use the money, the small amount of money we do have, invest in really good sound equipment, and just film everything on our phones. Mm -hmm. And then it comes out fine. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, did it it come out fine? (laughs) No, it it came out really good. I thought it was fucking great. It was a great film. (laughs) Nice, nice. Yeah. Again, uh, one of the funniest films I've seen in a long time. There was, I forget, there's just, it's just full of great (laughs) one-liners. Like uh, Clerks. Clerks is filled with great old liners. It really is. It's fucking great. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. My girlfriend sucked 27 dicks in a <laughs> in row. In a row? <laughs> 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 I, fucking, I haven't thought about that in a while. <laughs> oh, man. It's such a great line. Man, it really is. <laughs> yeah, I love that. In a row. <laughs>
1: oh, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> oh, God. All right. Reese, have you seen Big Lebowski? Yes, I've seen Big Lebowski. Oh, damn it. Okay. We shall Why are we going to like recommend that? Yeah. I, are uh, you trying to find a recommendation now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to tell him. We're yeah. cutting towards the end there, huh? Yeah, we are getting towards While you're looking for a recommendation, I'll go through the rest of the list. Um, yeah. uh, I was, a movie called The Rabbi's Cat, which is an animated film from a couple years ago um, about uh, a cat that can suddenly speak. Although that's the preface, it's it's not it's not as much in the film as I thought it was going to be. But like, yeah, especially his rabbi, his cat starts speaking, and he thinks it's like the word of God at first. But then he's like, oh no, this cat's just kind of annoying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a really fun movie about. It's set in like I think Algeria uh-huh. uh, during like uh, before just after World War One, I, I want to say, because um, I know it, it, it has things in it about the Russian Revolution. So I imagine it's something around 1919 nineteen eighteen, um, yeah. but yeah, it's just kind of about like the the Abrahamic religions and like because it's it's set in Algeria, but it's a it's you it's a Jewish rabbi who's the main character, but like there's also obviously like Muslims everywhere and uh, ca- uh, like uh, Christians everywhere, and it's just like about the three of them kind of. Kind of just discussing general th- theology and how they both have, a, like, all th- like re- the realization that all three of them just have reverence for life and kind of, t- even though they don't see eye to eye, there's no reason why they should hate each other and that kind of stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. through a lens, it's less cheesy than what I just said. <laughs> hmm. Well, I well, think so. I may have found the movie. Okay. have you Have you seen Blue Velvet? I've actually not seen Blue Velvet. Good, let's watch that yeah that's the one with um the captain twin peaks dude yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay i yeah. know i know of it um and i know that i think there's a lot of full frontal nudity with him have you seen blue is the film? warmest color yeah i've seen uh blue is the warmest color yeah and blue valentine <laughs> what is this are we just doing a bunch of blue movies <laughs> well we've already seen uh what was that what Was that movie i told you just to watch perfect blue <laughs> perfect blue is a yeah. perfect blue yeah that's this is how we kick off every year we have to find a film that starts with the word blue <laughs> yeah, i mean there's a lot <laughs> but yeah you, but I've, seen blue, seen I've seen blue's the warmest color i've right? seen blue valentine um, and you haven't seen blue valentine no i have seen blue valentine oh you have seen blue valentine yeah okay. but i blue velvet i've not seen yeah all right yeah. i think that's I just i'm gonna look up it. some more blue movies and see uh, what other ones we'll I save see. them for next year <laughs> I, know, I know we'll start every year with blue <laughs> yeah let's go with blue velvet Okay, blue velvet. That sounds good. Yeah. So we'll find out how that goes in the next okay. one. Okay. Uh, yeah. as for this episode. Uh that was our that was our first podcast for the year, man. We talked about video games and we talked about uh music. some music there for a second. Can uh, I talk about one more movie that I saw this year? Oh, of course. Uh Portrait of a Lady on Fire. That was a really oh. good one. That Did sounds you difficult that to, Did you to know paint. about that one? Hmm? The lady could only stay on fire for so long. The person must have had a paint. Real <laughs> it's quickly. it's a it's a very good film. It's about this uh, this this uh, like uh, affluent French woman, uh, mm. and uh, an, uh, a painter comes by. Uh, she like sh- and she comes by and she's told to like, you know, make a portrait of this woman so that they could send the portrait to possible suitors for her around like the area because obviously mm. like back then it was like. Oh, I want you to marry my daughter so that we can have this kind of land deal or whatever, uh, like business, cor- like duke deal or whatever. you know, like feudalism, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, and but they'd be like, well, what does she look like? So they, so she, they'd have to paint paint a portrait, and the portrait would go around, and like uh-huh. they'd be like, ah, she doesn't look too bad. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's 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 about their relationship as it grows. Um, spending like just all this time together, like especially the, the intimate painting of someone's entire you know figure trying to capture who they are mm. in a in a portrait. Um but also just the relationship that they build and I think it, it's really it's a really good film. It's a really really good film. Hmm. Okay. I'll yeah. have to watch that. Um, have you ever watched that movie tu Mama Tambien? No. I've always wanted to. It's always been on my it's list. It's Really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, we'll, we'll, I guess that'll be my next suggestion. uh, (laughs) I'll try not to watch it in the next few weeks then. (laughs) Yeah, please don't. (laughs) I'm trying um, to... I'd like... uh, You know, I think I I know. I think I know what my suggestion will be for next week. But for so far, for this week, the suggestion is Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet, yes. And Mm -hmm. then there's another fucking weird-ass movie I want to watch. So this lady I was talking to for a little bit uh, showed me something... Um, where's the message? There it is. It's called motherfucking suck my dick. No, 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 it's called uh, oh no, not that. Oh god, not that, not that either. There we are. While you're looking that up, uh, another mirror film mask. I watched last year. Oh, what <laughs> mirror mask. You you are a mask or mirror you're a mask? Mask. Spell that out for me. I didn't really notice what you're saying. Oh, you're typing it. Yeah. Oh, mirror mask. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fucking weird. I haven't watched it, but I'm. Ah, I I need to. It's just so weird. I can't avoid it. Hold on. 2005? What on <laughs> earth is this? Exactly. exactly. This looks like a 2002 PlayStation 2 fucking rendered <laughs> It does look like it was made scene. on PlayStation 2. <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah, dude. This is Jim Henson Company. Dude, we gotta watch it. I'm oh, sorry, it's a screenplay by Neil Gaiman, so that's, you know, less, it's less, you know, exciting. <laughs> but dude, it's it's weird looking, and I just want to watch it, because it's so damn weird. Yeah, I mean, sure, why not? <laughs> One of these days. But this week, it's Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet, yep. I'll watch yeah. it. I will find a way. What, to, to make us watch Mere Mask? No, 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 no. Blue Velvet. <laughs> oh, Blue Velvet. Yeah. Is that a line from Blue Velvet? <laughs> no, it's. I've never seen Blue Velvet. So then why is... did you say, I will find a way? We're going to watch it. I will find <laughs> way a way. The way is to right now. It. I will, I will find, find a way a to a watch way. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It should be on Amazon. It, it, it might even be on Prime, to be honest. I'll have to buy everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, anyway. no, I, uh, yeah. I, I'm kind of excited for it. David Lynch, he's a weird guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, apparently, it's good, so. Like, alright, then let's let's yeah. watch it. Then, um, I've had uh Inland Empire on my list for like a long time. I've still never seen that. Oh yeah, I have no idea what that is. So. Yeah, it's another David Lynch film. Yeah, it's it's uh it's oftentimes pretty difficult for me to watch like obscure, weird films or or good yeah. films to say, uh, that are more like on the more uh I don't know how they say it. L- the David side Lynchy sides. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say pretentious. Like uh, people okay. who yeah, that's I watch said David film Lynch. because <laughs> they enjoy film and everything yeah. that encapsulates yeah. it. They just don't go for an experience. They go for, you know, the art form. Yeah. Um, Have you seen, you've seen Mulholland Drive though, yeah? No, not, I don't Oh, wow. Okay. Have, I didn't realize how behind you were on David Lynch films, right? I'm extremely behind. Like I don't go out looking for but David like, Lynch. But you really like a racer don't you? Huh? I remember you being... Big fan of Eraserhead. Was that Adam? That was no, no, no. I loved Eraserhead. Okay. Yeah. I'd I, I love Racerhead. I fell asleep to that movie quite a few times and had crazy <laughs> nightmares. But um, <laughs> it's a good movie. It's weird. Yeah. It's a weird one, but I, I I watched it once and I was like, oh, that's yeah. all I need. <laughs> well, okay. Maybe I won't say it's a good movie, but it's, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, definitely... Yeah, it's, it's cool. You know what movie was... Fucking, I'm, I'm honestly, maybe the fact that I've had a twitch, I've had like a twitch in my left eye for a solid like three to four days now. Oh, shit. Um, I thought it was maybe stress, but at this point I'm now thinking maybe it's because I watched a movie called Man on Fire, and fucking Christ, the editing in that film. That's bad. <laughs> it was just, it was just, you know like how everyone makes fun of Taken for like being super shaky cam, super like cut, 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 cut. cut. Well, I haven't Like watched, just look it up, look up one scene from Man on Fire, and you're, you'll have a headache. Like, oh. I don't know how I sat through three hours of that film. Like it was just like every scene you could think of. It was like cutting here, cutting here, cutting here, cutting here, cutting here, and then shaking the footage like oh, and God. like color grading it down and like making it dirty and then cutting back to something else and then cutting here. Jesus. It was just uh, it. Yeah, I just uh, it's it terrible. I, but at the end of the day, it wasn't like. I was I when I got to the end of the movie I was like, in there, in there somewhere, is a watchable film. <laughs> but the way that it's edited now, I would never want to watch that again. But yeah. if it was edited any other way, it'd be it'd probably be pretty fun, pretty fine, like it it builds up a lot to like have pretty decent payoffs later. Like you like it builds up the relationships with the people enough that when you get to kind of climactic scenes you actually feel like there's weight behind, like it takes the time to give weight behind the character's interactions, yeah. but at the same time, it's it's just edited in such a way that's, oh, so bad. Yeah, bad, yeah, bad. yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, oh, man, let me think. Uh, fuck. Yeah, I know there's yeah. a, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what I was going to say. I have this sudden urge right now to, like, watch a ton of Bond films, like, Bond films, yeah.
1: yeah. Like I all mean,
0: of, all of the new Bond. Yeah. What's his name? I recently watched Casino Royale again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I wanted to watch. Yeah, it's a good one. I really like Casino Royale. I think yeah. it's. It's yeah, it's a good one. I don't know. I have to rewatch older Bond again because I mean, I only really watched it a little bit, like in the background with my dad when he was when I was like a kid. What kind like, of I older never Bond, seriously like... like. I wasn't a serious movie person when I sat down and was like, "Let's watch a James Bond film." Yeah, um, I think the only thing that really springs to mind is You Only Live Twice because of the yellow face cause, you know, <laughs> Hey, a, you watched uh, Tenet, right? Yeah, I watched Tenet uh, somebody asked me he was like hey is tender doing good I haven't watched it I was just like mm, you're better off watching a Bond film if you want that kind of experience <laughs> you just go well listen to my podcast my uh, co-host says that he's really care for. It. <laughs> you can get a whole synopsis <laughs> but yeah because I mean it, it's just so long unnecessarily and so wordy and like yeah it's supposed to be all like oh spy talk and it's like if you want spy shit, just watch Bond, it's way better. <laughs> just watch Mission Impossible, it's way better. <laughs> I haven't, you know, I need to watch those too. Fuck. I haven't Dude, I, watched like I the really past like five. Mission. It's like I as much as I recommend them, I will I will admit it's probably a guilty pleasure and that I shouldn't be as like Well, I heard you good know, things about that. That uh, what was it? Like the the Fallout yeah, Fallout. I heard good things yeah, about Fallout. It's really good. It's, yeah. it's the most fun I've had watching an action f- film in such a long time. Since like, my action I watched it with my girlfriend and, like, I think there's that moment where, like, you know, you're watching something and you, and you find it really cool, mm-hmm. but, like, then you're showing to somebody else so you're, like, kind of nervous the whole time that you it's not as cool as you think <laughs> it actually <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> yeah. But, like, in the theater, I was just, like, I just had a grin, like, the whole time. I was like, this is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch them. Because, like, I don't, Care for Tom Cruise, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, Tom Cruise is the worst part of the films. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but watching Tom Cruise almost die all the time is kind of fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's he's not a Alec like Baldwin's actor, there. Not... Simon Pegg's there. Yeah. It's fun. It's not. Did fun. you? Hey, did you ever watch Legend? Legend is that the one with Tom Hardy? No, it's the one with Tom Cruise. Legend. So there's the legend, there's the film about the Cray Twins. 1985. With Tom Hardy. 1981? I think it's 1985. 1985. Okay, the movie I was thinking about was the one about the Cray Twins from yeah. London. Oh, fuck, legend. Did you ever watch it? No, I've not. <sighs> Dude, I love that movie. That's a guilty pleasure of mine. Oh, yeah, I've always wanted to. Because Tim it. Curry. Yes. <laughs> but... It somehow thus eluded me. <laughs> damn, damn. That's right. We must have mentioned this on a podcast too, because I think I asked you about this. Um, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I think you did mention sure. this. I don't remember what it was, what episode we were on. Um, but you did mention that you yeah. really liked, really liked this film. Did you ever watch but the yeah. Time Bandits? The what? Time Bandits. Yeah, I watched Time Bandits, Oh, yeah. good, because I fucking love that movie, too. I really like that movie, yeah. I, I remember it, it. freaks me out a lot as a kid. Yeah, it's a weird like fucking the, movie. Like, the villain in that movie was, like, nightmare fuel for me. <laughs> he really... He's, like, disgusting looking. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway... Yeah, this movie's Ridley Scott. It's just weird. I just don't know what's happening in this film. In which one? In Legend. I'm just looking <laughs> at the images for it. <laughs> don't stop looking at the images, man. You gotta be surprised. It's just, it's it's Tim Korea Satan, which I think I've always <laughs> wanted. Uh, Tom Cruise looking peak eighties Tom Cruise, yeah, like and the, the girlfriend everything. from fucking Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> yeah, I I like it, and it's also got uni- uh, unicorns. So yeah, I saw that <laughs> <Which> didn't <laughs> didn't make anything clearer. <laughs> uh, I like that movie. It gives me like similar vibes to like I don't know nothing else, I guess. <laughs> but uh anyway we got to do that we got to do that disney that disney month here soon man because well I, th- I didn't know we were doing it disney month that we we're just doing it disney week well th- we got to do that disney week here soon because i really okay. want to watch uh black Hole again yeah i mean we uh i'll see i'll see what we can do we'll see right. what we can do anyway uh, but yeah we call it do you want to call it day now yep <laughs> okay, sounds cool. good Thank yeah. you, everybody. So, thanks everybody for listening uh, to the first episode of twenty twenty one. And if you want to stay up to date, we are watching Blue Velvet this next this next week. So, yeah. Yep. Oh. Cool.
1: Alright. Bye. Bye. Bye.